Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome to Two Men On, minus the two men. Added one lady from the opening drive and added the boss man, Jared Hart, for your afternoon drive. Welcome. Hello, Jared. Hey, thanks for having me on the show that's not yours. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's not mine, and you're in charge. I'm so glad you you wanted to oh, join. Oh, did you just break your microphone right off the bat? Right off the bat. This happens every morning, too, by the way. It feels like a Monday, but it's a Tuesday. Happy to be here. We have a lot to dive into today, and I don't know what's going to go on here. Um, a lot of drama, just like my microphone right now. I but can fix gonna, things. I know you can you fix wanna, You want to do the old switcheroo? We'll do the old switcheroo. Yeah, you come over mic. here and talk on this mic. Oh, do you want to do just that? Just let it hang there. No, <laughs> trust me. It... It's going to be great. This is going to be perfect. I mean, I, See, again, this is this is the magic of <laughs> the theater of radio. She just leaves it suspended midair. Now she's going to try an actual microphone. It's only when the um, – and we're, and we're joined also by the wonderful producer. That is Mike Vitel. Thanks uh, for being here always, Mike. Happy first day of the summer. Oh, the longest day of the year. Take yes. that however – that's you want to take it after a long three-day weekend. Um, I hope you had a good Father's Day, Mike Vitel. Yes, I did. Did you? Um, I mean, I'm not a, a daddy. Kind of, I know. kind of a dad. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of a dad. It's kind of a holiday. I, it is a holiday. You know, I help with kids. Um, my husband's a father. People got really confused over the weekend because I say that my husband is a hot dad and then everyone thought I was pregnant, so <laughs> I am not. <laughs> he has a son. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... As uh, it's it's funny when the boss comes in. That's when stuff goes away, right? Like, right. Yeah, stuff is gonna happen. Oh, this was, how you do fix things. I see. I can do things. I, <laughs> I, so I also didn't know this broke every Monday. I mean, that's no, it's not every Monday. It just like slips from a time or two. It's okay. You got it. No, you're just deaf. I just sit and sitting in your position. I know. I'm right? sorry. Well, and my my headphones aren't as nice as yours. When I get this pay raise here. Mm-hmm. It will be <laughs> it will be great. A lot going on though. Um, big news today with Live Golf. I'm a big golf guy over here. If you guys did not see, Brooks Kepka is the newest golfer to join the Live Golf Tour. Four time major winner. And uh, what do you think of Live Golf, Jared? I think big golf guy. So I'm interesting. Am I a big golf guy? <laughs> I would I would guess I would say no. Okay. Here's the thing. I like knowing how well certain players are doing. Like, it, it, in a kind of, it's not just Tiger. It's when there's an interesting, it, it's storylines. Oh, this is the What's interesting? Story. Yeah. What is interesting about Drama. the NFL? Drama. It's interesting that after the Colts decided that Andrew Luck was their guy and the jilted lover Peyton Manning left to go seek another championship and rub it in their face. Like, it's stories, right? Like, right. stories is what makes sports interesting. It's not just sports. Obviously. Obviously. So, I can't tell you more than three or four PGA players at any point in my entire life. Which, maybe the average I think person. that's a normal person. Yes, of course. Be like, oh, yeah, that guy's a golfer. Yes, you go, oh, he won six Masters. Like, I would know who that is. Mm-hmm. If you've been on the PGA Tour for five or six years and you're finishing right in the middle there, pretty good chance I have no idea who you are. Uh, but I think live 
is, am I saying this right? The Live, Live Golf mm-hmm. Tournament. Is that how they say it? Live Golf Tournament. Tour. Tour? Tournament tour? Yes. Okay. I think Live Golf is a whole bunch of people who are just like I am, who don't really watch golf, who don't really know that much about golf, who are occasional, like, twice a year tuned into golf, while, like you know, whether they're drinking Masters, beer. Yes, exactly. U.S. Open. Maybe the U.S. Open. Maybe the play in a tournament. British Open. Maybe the, yes. But those people are the people you are hearing from as people that are furious that the Saudis would be funding this thing and I'll never watch golf again. You're not, you were never watching golf. <laughs> you are so excited to be mad about something that's, that's, that's legit for you that you saw someone on Twitter with a friggin' hot take about how the Saudis stone people. And you're like, well, that's why I'm never watching this golf tournament. Truth be told, you were never going to watch this golf tournament because you're not a golf tournament watcher. You will watch it if Tiger is in contention for something, and that's the only time you'll watch it. People, by and large, who care about golf, freaking care about golf. They're hockey fans, right? They are oh, in on totally. it. They know everything about Great it. comparison. They live and breathe it, and they're going to watch this tournament, and that's why it'll be a success. And the, all of the people that you are hearing from about clutching their pearls and their delicate southern sensibilities are so they're beside themselves that such a tour would exist those people are that is all for show that exists that exists nowhere except for the internet which the internet is run by like four people like churning out all of the content on twitter that's not reality that's not the world if you're doing a content segment here on amazing the sports animal two men on and you said oh my god I got four tweets that say this is boring. That's not real. That is not reality, okay? People driving in their cars, are they interested? You cannot take the internet. And the internet is so mad about the Live Golf Tournament. So mad. They're so mad about nothing. So mad. They weren't going to watch rumors. They were not going to watch it anyway. Oh, it's all garbage. And I think think what the problem are having, the number one pushback is it is funded by the Saudi government. Investment. The House of Saud. The House of Saud, which, despite obviously 9 11, <laughs> the journalist. Not what a great sentence. Uh, God, that's a horrible thing. I mean, 9 11, but other Can't, than that. No, and I'm not saying that. I'm just, I think people forget that they are one of the. We do a lot of trading and dealing and a lot of money comes between Saudi and America. Well, if it comes between, you mean we give to them. Yes. Then yes. Trading. Trading oil for money. Trading. Number third. I was going up number three trade partner maybe up there. And what's the other one? That China? China? Saudi Arabia's our th- number three trade partner. I don't know. It's up That's there. Wild. Top 10. It's, I don't know. It's, I know that. It was up there. We, we should. Get in the Google machine going. Get in the Google machine going. I, I don't, you know, facts. But people, I think what. I would want to see is with these golfers, these names that you actually know who are joining the Live Golf Tour, is I just want them to come out and say, I'm doing it for the money. They're kind of like beating around the bush. Yeah, I disagree. They're beating around the bush. Why do they have to say, what? you know what it is. They know what it is. Yeah, but they're kind of like dancing. Okay, let them, let them, let them do it. Like, just, if they, because. Because people will not stop. They're like, oh, those sell out. Yeah, so what? You're going to go make a guaranteed $125 million. What was the stat that JJ said that the, the, some, it's lifetime earning of Tiger Woods that somebody's going to do 
essentially well, like 125 million. Yeah, in the yes. tr- in the thing, they're going to do that in the tournament. Like, yes, that's bonkers. No, the the least amount of money you can make. You don't even you you could be the 48th ranked, which is like there's 48 players right now, and they're they're adding more. Obviously, you make 120 thousand um, dollars if you lose. Okay, if you lose, hot take. You ready for this? Sit back and enjoy. Um, Mike Krzyzewski got out of coaching because he no longer had an absolute stranglehold on his players. He used to be able to recruit kids to Duke, lock them up for four or five years. They weren't allowed to go anywhere else. They were going to have to sit out for a full year. And now all of a sudden he's got to compete like he was a business. That's why golfers are mad, because the PGA has had a stranglehold on golf forever, and and these people have to play with them. And the real truth of it is they are mad because they have no reforms. And I'm not saying I want shorts and a friggin', you know, like, uh, like team jersey, I'm sorry, not team jersey, but like, you know, T-Wolves jersey on the green as somebody's like putting for a birdie. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But... The PGA has had such a stranglehold that they have not had to compete in any way that that's why they're mad. And I believe they are driving the narrative. It's that every time somebody says, oh, man, the live golfing. Yeah, Saudis, 9-11. Look at those. See? Yeah, that's what you don't want think. that. That's the PGA trying to run bad press on a competing event. That's why they said you're not going to play in any PGA event. Well, I'm going to make my $100 million because that's what I was always worth. This is back to Shusevsky. That's what those players were always worth. Those players always should have been starting somewhere, but they didn't let them start somewhere because they had them under lock and key. These PGA players should have always been making more money. But if you can't go out and hustle for Tag Heuer or Buick or Cadillac, you can't make money in the PGA. That's what this stranglehold is. And the PGA has always made bank. Think about the numbers that the Saudis are paying. Right, these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of million. Are they like paying a billion dollar? I think it's like worth two hundred billion. Right, for, but in terms of what they are paying for salaries for these oh, people, oh, it's ridiculous. But think about this: guaranteed money. But that's what the PGA could have been profit sharing with its players the whole time, and they've chosen not to. They've chosen to to, to pay them a pittance for bringing in viewers who watched golf when we were growing up on TV. Like, nobody watched golf. Nobody cared. The, the world has, has just opened itself up to caring about many, many sports that had no time for when, 20, 30 years ago. And the PGA has made tons of cash off of that. And it is not wanting to share it with anybody. And I get that because you had a monopoly. But just like AT&T in the 80s, when that monopoly gets broken up, it's time to play business. It's like time to put your head down and get it done. And the PGA needs to do that. And again, I think it's all fake. I don't think anybody cares. <laughs> Four guys on Twitter. Four guys on Twitter. Hot take. Four guys I love. That was the hottest take yet. Oh, and we're only 10, in, so 10 11 minutes in on the longest sad. day ever. And and you go the guys from the PGA Tour who are sticking up for the PGA are are making money on the on the PGA Tour. So they have the right to say that, Rolly McIlroy. And Colin Marikawa, I don't know if you heard, he was supposedly rumors are spreading. There's so much drama. Um, was going to go to live tour, but he denied that. And he started a really hot topic today. I think Fred and Van would appreciate this sports Jason content. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get back to pouring my milk. And then his cereal. Like, he pours milk before he pours That's outrageous. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. That's outrageous. They should shut the tour down. And so Justin Thomas, should, another top golfer, who's never leaving. He should be from being a citizen of Earth. 
You shouldn't be allowed to do that. Who does that? I know. And Justin Thomas, another well-known player who's not leaving the PGA, that is what he's more concerned about. I would be very concerned. That's serial killer behavior. He should be investigated. I don't. I. I don't think I've ever heard of anyone pouring their milk. No. For... No. 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 I have no problem <laughs> with you pouring your milk and then pouring your cereal. I have none. I have a problem with you talking about it. That is a shameful, shameful family secret that you should hide deep down in your subconscious. And when everyone else is talking about how they put milk on their cereal, you laugh along like, "Ha ha, me too." That's exactly how I do that. You are not allowed to share that information. You should know better. I mean, he should be ashamed of himself. He's denied going to the live tour but the whole conversation was about the redirected to crazy him pouring his milk that is absolute nonsense i know i just i'm here to deliver sponsor dollars are dropping left and right watch him get like a kellogg's deal or something why would they do that to themselves (laughs) you can't eat wheaties like that i don't know but whether you want to get into the (laughs) saudi arabia Government money. How uh, you 30, pour your cereal? Twenty third largest trade partner. The twenty. Oh, why did I say third? I don't know. Missing a number here. It's a. Uh, um, <laughs> Cancel me once again. Uh, it's these. It's these pesky facts oh, that, that trip all of us up. It's um, Canada, Mexico, surprise, China, Japan, UK are the top five. Well, I'm glad the boss is going to be here with me for a little bit. <laughs> Tell me with that. If you want to get in and text us or call us at 246 0610. Please, I say right? 0610. 0610. 246 0610. Send us a text to 505 246. I have the text line open for once. This is going to be fun. So send them all in. <laughs> Um, while we fill in for Van and Fred today, we'll get more into how you pour your cereal after That's the outrageous. break. <laughs> We're here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Coming back, wondering if people, anyone out there, pours their milk before before they pour their cereal. If you missed the last segment, Colin Marikawa, um, a golfer. PGA Tour denying that he's not going to the live golf tour, Vitel. But more importantly, people are concerned. Anna tweet after saying that he uh, pours milk first before his cereal, which uh, a lot of us found disturbing, among other things. We're talking about the live golf tour. This is your girl, A. Marie, filling in for your boys. Your boys will be back. Um, I'm here with the wonderful Vitel, having some guests stepping in here or there, including the boss, Jared Hart. But let's get into it. Vitel, on the break, you you brought up a very interesting point about the Live Golf Tour being televised at some point. And I do believe that this will be successful. And more importantly, they have a lot of money, cash, and lots of it to spend and probably land a TV deal, depending on how the seven more events of the live tour goes what do you think Vitel? well you got three top 20 players and by the end of the week they're saying speculating for the next five top 20 golfers will be heading over there i mean the pga doesn't have a big wallet like the live tour is it live or live or live live, live tour live? the live tour yeah that thing <laughs> and so <laughs> they've got a bank of over two and a half billion dollars live compared to the uh, 250 million the PGA Tour has in the bank. So, I mean, it, it, the big boom's going to really happen here when uh, Live uh, Live starts getting a televised network. You know, agreeing to put them on TV. That'll be a, that'll be the big KO right there. Yes, and Golf Golf Digest actually announced about five hours ago. 
five hours ago that the PGA Tour plans to counter-rival tour with lucrative series for top players starting fall 2023. See, this is a good thing. Live Tour is a great thing. They're creating competition yeah. and drama, even though this drama will probably fade out in the next year. And, uh, yeah, a pe- bunch of nonsense. We we got past the, the pouring milk first. Before the conclusion cereal. was? Uh, I don't know. Actually, we'll, we'll see what people do. Usually will chime in throughout the show. Usually they care more about that. Um, those hot topics. But, yeah, so we were just discussing if the if we think that the Live Golf Tour will be televised by the end of the seven more events they have this year. I don't have a hot take on that. You don't have a hot take on that? I can come that? up with one if you want. Let's see. They it's have a lot of cash, and it's probably going to happen at some point. Right now, they're just streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, I mean. Anyways, this is just great drama. I, again, there's no drama. There's eight people on Twitter. Eight Twitter? Eight, eight people. Now, it's, the last time it was four. four. It's, so it's four people running eight accounts. No, it's it's that we live in a world, too, where people get so little interaction. It's so easy to just ignore people, and particularly the people that are terrible. They leave a you know awful Yelp review about your the, the worst sandwich made in Albuquerque, and they feel like they did something. So if you see a ton of Twitter traffic... It makes it feel like, oh my God, everyone is talking about this. But that's everyone on Twitter. It's such a closed universe. And so when we do test, we do testing here. Uh, uh, Sports Animal does some audience testing. CBS Sports Radio does testing. Golf is the second worst sport that we test. People prefer to talk about hockey than golf. Oh, and we're going to get into that next hour. (laughs) Stanley Cup is. So, it's still going on. Ticking them off. The least <laughs> talked about thing, the second least talked about thing. Okay, but come on. Women's volleyball next. Women's volleyball. Fred, in the morning, if you're listening, call in. So I think that what you see on Twitter, has it been tre- has it actually trended on Twitter? Yes. Like, as one of their top trending stories. Is that the day they announced or the first day that it went? Both. And, well, just because golfers continue to sign. So Brooks uh, Kepka signed, is leaving the PGA today, so it became... Big news. Yeah, I mean, in terms of trending articles, it's it's not even it's it's not even on the top. Yeah, because I think it's a closed universe. Nobody really cares. Well, going into the universe that people actually care about, the king of all kings, the NFL. Uh, we got a lot of news going on in the NFL. Deshaun Watson, uh, his uh, <laughs> attorney announced that he settled all but four lawsuits filed against him. How about that, huh? What's Twenty of the twenty-four. I like the four holdouts. The four holdouts. Go go get that extra. Go get that extra. NFL still has not decided whether um, what or when the suspension will be, but Browns fan, you can still have hope that 20 of the 24. I can't believe we're still talking about this because there's 24. So also to be clear, uh, as I understand it, the NFL's punishment of Deshaun is separate from how these lawsuits, if they're correct, hand, if he settles out of court or if he, you know, gets ruled against or whatever, it right. is all secondary to how it gets handled with the NFL. Correct. And the NFL said a few days ago that they are looking for a significant suspension. Significant. So most people, I think, are hoping for eight games, but I think it might be a little more. You think it's a whole year? I think it'll be the whole year. I cannot believe the NFL is so afraid of the players' union that they would allow the Browns 
to create a lower one-year salary than the rest of his contract. It is obvious why they are doing that. It's obvious because what is the point of a sanction? What is the point of a financial harm to that player if the league can sidestep it? Why wouldn't they just say Patrick Mahomes? Or, uh, he's not going to get suspended. Bad example. I mean, I hope not. I mean, I, we never thought Deshaun was going to be, but you never know. I, I didn't really have. I never had an opinion. I never saw Deshaun and was like, you know what, that guy's a better guy. Yeah, no, I, I never saw him, and I never. I, also, I never had the other way. I never saw him and been like, yeah, I can tell that guy's a sleaze. I never really thought about him at all, sadly, but because I always was playing against him in fantasy, and it was just never helping me. Um. <laughs> But I would say that the the NFL allowing anyone um, who's somebody else was it Tyreek Hill that got in trouble? Uh, there's been a few. Okay, anyone who's right. known to be about to get in trouble, if Kareem Hunt, they could Kareem Hunt. They're running back. Of, yeah, the Browns running back. Cleveland Browns running back. Kareem Hunt. Oh well, next year we're just going to pay him the league minimum for the first eight games, and then we're going to continue paying him his his other like. The idea that they would let that happen. You make a noise over there? I don't even know what this is coming from, by the way. It's not your normal position. <laughs> the idea that they would let that stand, that you can pay somebody a lower salary because you know he's going to be suspended, the NFL needs to fight that. That is absolutely outrageous. His deal is his deal. And if it's a five-year deal and it's you know $200 million and it's $40 million a year, it's not $1 million the first year and $40 million the second year. Deshaun Watson is guaranteed $230 million, and the Browns knew this with the civil lawsuits happening. It also put the Browns in a weird situation because they were on, they still have Baker Mayfield, and they picked up the wonderful uh, Jacoby Brissett from the Miami Dolphins. Remember Jacoby? Do you know why I know Jacoby Brissett? Uh, why? He doesn't have an agent either. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, we're going to get into no agent players as well. But Deshaun Watson, I don't know if it's giving the Cleveland Browns hope. This is the most Cleveland Brown things of all Cleveland Brown things. Uh, I think we're just going to wait out to see how many games he's going to be suspended. And I think Jacoby Brissett will play the rest and Baker Mayfield will go somewhere else. I think it's a $230 million. Five Guaranteed. Years. So that's 40 Six million dollars a year if you broke it into five years. But they're paying him one million dollars his first year and then they're breaking it into the other four. That is absolute. If the NFL is so afraid of the players' union that they let that stand, that is an outrage. And that is the reason that the NFL can't figure out how to expand its base and to stop appearing like it's wife beaters and thugs because you're letting that guy get off the hook with not paying his fair share. If he did the crime, he does the time. If he's getting $46 Absolutely. million dollars a year, he's getting $46 million a year, and he's losing $46 million for being suspended for a year. That's the rules. That, Them's the that rules. should be the rules. Eat it. Eat, Eat it. the money. Eat the money. Sorry. But 200, why are you sorry? No, that's really good. You, hot I'm takes on hot Sean Watson. Um, so he's the number two overall paid quarterback in the league and we don't even know if he's going to get played uh, uh paid i mean play paid to play paid to play either paid or played play paid or played and um, the number one highest paid quarterback is going to have the exact same problem i guarantee write this down in the prediction book mike vital i don't see you writing mike vital right right down scribble this down we'll find it later because it's important whatever prediction i make on a show i'm filling in for um they will finish first They'll be the number one oh. NFC seed again, and they will immediately 
lose the first game of the playoffs. Oh, and we'll get we'll that get is exactly what is going to happen to Green Bay. Uh, Vital doesn't want to talk about it because he is a Green Bay fan, but we will talk about <laughs> after this break who wants to get paid as much or more than Deshaun Watson. I'm here with Jared Hodge. Oh no, on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten, the Sports Animal. Hey, Marie here with a special guest, Jared Hart in the house, filling in for the two boys, the two men on here on the Sports Animal. We're talking NFL highest paid quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. But before we get to that, our boy Vincent wants to talk about the Live Golf Tour. Vincent, what's up? Well, I think the uh, event next week in Portland is going to be a really telling uh, event in terms of the interest in it. Uh, and it's going up against uh, the John Deere Classic in the beautiful Quad Cities. Uh, I think uh, Liv is here to stay. I think uh, the PGA is going about it the wrong way, trying to discredit them uh, with all this, you know, the Saudi Arabia ties to uh, – the live to uh, 9-11. Oh, come on. That's a cheap shot. I mean, really? I mean, you know, for, for 11 or 15 of those guys were Saudi nationals. Yeah, but they were thrown out of Saudi Arabia. I mean, you could say that about, uh, you know, Timothy, Timothy McVeigh was a, uh, you know, he was in the military. Uh, you know, he blew up the Oklahoma City building. So, come on. Uh, you know, I think it's a it, the PGA is a bunch of hypocrites. They they realize they're losing they're losing their monopoly, and they're just you know they're fighting tooth and nail to try and you know stave off things. And I think they should focus more on well, it's a 54 event. It's not a shotgun start. It's not that big a deal. Uh, you know that's what they should focus on. And we want to play with the best, whatever. But no, they go after these cheap things, trying to discredit the guys that go for the money. Which who who wouldn't? I mean, uh, Abraham answered. I don't know. Who he got maybe he got ten man. You know, uh, I mean that, that, that's great. I mean, what? I don't understand it. I just think the PGA is coming out really bad in this thing. Well, Vincent, thank you for your call so much. I appreciate it. Uh, I I agree with you. I think uh, I think they're feeling a little threatened right now. I don't think they should have suspended players right off the bat. And this, I think, this is forming competition. Uh, even Greg Norman. I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with him. Uh, I know you're a big golf guy, Jared. Reiterate. <laughs> Wait, actually, and I want to I want to hit up what Jerry said. Vincent. So what I said. Uh, what Jerry said, excuse me, sorry, Jerry, fantastic call, thank you, is he's exactly right that the PGA, do you know what a PGA normal event, like the John Deere, I don't know what John Deere actually is, I could Google it really fast for the purse, but do you know what the normal prize shared by all the PGA people is on a competition weekend? It's a couple million, I'm assuming. It's like seven, yeah, sometimes nine. Seven. Yep. That is nothing compared to what the PGA is, is taking. That's, they're not making that at the door, but the PGA, over the course of their advertising, has to be making 20 or 30. They're not sharing it. They they have decided to keep it 
they've decided to keep the lion's share of it. So if you win the PGA, you get 12% of the purse. Like, that's, that is small-time money. We're talking about Deshaun Watson, <laughs> who's going to get... Um, that'd be interesting. Hang on. How many... What do we say? That was 40... Is he getting 45 guaranteed? 40, 46... 40, 45.6 or 46 million. Okay. So let's say they go deep into the playoffs. He's getting two and a half. He's getting two and a half million dollars a game. One player. One player. On a team. On a team. A 53. Right. So what we're saying is if you win an entire PGA thing, you get a couple million dollars. They are making tons of money and they're not sharing it. And that's why there's an avenue to move in and that Live Golf is doing it. And again, I don't think anybody's really upset. Nobody's really upset about. Well, and there's a lot of except for PGA. And there's a lot of incentives with the live tour. They pay for caddy fees. They pay for travel. They you are guaranteed money. There's you play less, you make more. I know. And and and, golfers are like independent contractors. They're like hustlers. Like they make monies off sponsors. Like you're not guaranteed any money. Okay, so a friend of mine, uh, his his nephew plays pro tennis. Uh, I can't remember what their tour is called. He he's in charge of his entire staff. He has a trainer, he has a massage, uh, physical therapist, massage therapist, uh, he has a nutritionist. They, he pays for them to fly wherever they go, pays for their hotels wherever they go. Out of his pocket. Out of his winnings. Wow. And I imagine that the PGA is the same, that anybody you travel with, anybody you're going with. Now, it's different because they're playing tennis every, well, it's probably, I mean, actually, that's not true. If you're doing well in the tournament, you're playing all four days. Also, the the people in the PGA have said we don't want four day tournaments; we want three. And the PGA said, "Suck it!" Like that's that's really yeah. there's a lot of these things that they have not been listening to their their product. It's not even their customers. Their product is the golfers, and they are not listening to anyone else. Uh, I go live, baby. I'm, I enjoy it. It's it's awesome. No one's really upset. It's going to help evolve the game. It's probably going to bring in a lot of more fans than you think there are. I doubt it. I think it's going to bring in the more exact than same like eight fans. Twitter fans. It Maybe might, like twenty. Might be sixteen. <laughs> might be sixteen. Be. But it creates competition, and the golfers deserve to get paid. And it's just really funny to me because most golfers either come for money or just yeah, it's just uh-huh. a bunch of it's a bunch of rich people just upset about you, getting you paid. Would, you would want to see the PGA financials, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just the way what, you know. Actually, I, and by the way, about the rich people, there's few things I enjoy in life more than hearing rich people complain about stuff. <laughs> it's like when the people that have the Lakers, like, courtside, are like, these prices are going up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no, no, I'm you so sorry. You rough life, TV lead. life. Sorry, PGA, you have competition. Rough life like these uh, NFL quarterbacks. Rough life they lead. You can uh, get into uh, trouble and still get paid uh, guaranteed five years, $230 million. What a gig, huh? Uh, we were earlier talking about uh, Deshaun Watson. It's the number two highest paid quarterback, even though it's still up in the air if he's going to get suspended. And then, of course, uh, Jared brought up my least favorite person, Mike Veltel's favorite person, Aaron Rodgers, who is now getting paid Higher than any quarterback in the NFL. He, (laughs) 
Four years, $200 million, $153 million guaranteed, Mike Vitell. You know what's not guaranteed? Not going to the Super Bowl once again. Or is that guaranteed? Yes, it it'll, is. It'll never happen to the Vikings. So. Oh, that's, that's always the Cousins fight I hear. The quarterback. I know. Okay, well, that's, that's sad that that's the only rebuttal you have. <laughs> I've got a lot more, but we don't have time. We don't have time. Oh, we, well, we will have time after this break, and we'll get into it. Because we're, Deshaun Watson's getting paid that much, and a quarterback that's still undecided if he's getting paid is Lamar Jackson, who doesn't have an agent, like you said, Jacoby Brissett, earlier. And we'll get into it after this break on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. Hey, Marie here, filling in for you boys. Two men on on The Sports Animal. And a couple of minutes with special guest jared hart i mean this has been a special day longest day of the year i've exhausted all of my sports it's knowledge <laughs> oh in the we, short 47 we minutes i've been tiptoeing into this paying nfl quarterbacks and there's sports plenty of still to get to yeah no i thought you know i'm trying to i'm trying to do a good you're job doing all sports. The boys. they're not going to know what to do with this they're going <laughs> to all of a sudden van and fred tomorrow are gonna have to talk about sports <laughs> I'm not going to know what to do. Oh, no. Don't worry. Next segment, I'll throw in a couple. I'll throw in some sports adjacent stuff. I thought of some good stuff. Got, I got to do my duty filling in for the for the boys, and they'll be back soon. Uh, Jared's here for a couple more minutes, and we've been tiptoeing, but uh, Mike Vitale deflected because it's his team. His fandom's really showing. Aaron Rodgers, highest paid quarterback. Four years, $200 million. Deshaun Watson, second highest paid quarterback. Five years, $230 million guaranteed. And we don't know if he's going to play. And coming up third is Pat Mahomes, who's making like... You guys Pat, are on a first name, Pat, but you Pat? Patrick Mahomes. You and Pat? Me and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, making t- over 10 years, $450 million. Good for him. So with that being said, with the top three paid quarterbacks... And then following that is Josh Allen, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, uh, Jared Goff, and Kirk Cousins. That's players. That's players, Correct. quarterbacks, who are getting paid in order. That's just quarterbacks. Just quarterbacks. Got it. That's not Some people don't. Cooper Cup, Steele. I don't know where that falls. I yeah, these are just the top highest paid NFL quarterbacks. Go, go. uh, with that being said, Lamar Jackson, debatable top 10 quarterback, is uh, looking to get paid and just waiting, waiting during these mini camps, mandatory mini camps. He does not have an agent, which I just learned recently. I don't know if you knew that. But you just taught me that Jacoby Brissett doesn't have an agent. And yes, that man is still relevant because he'll probably play half of the Cleveland Browns season. <laughs> half or a whole season. <laughs> half or the whole season. That's his role. He's he's done a great job being in the the fill-in guy. Uh, like you, Jared. You're, I'm you know, just, just pinch-hitting. You're the Jacoby Percet. Just of, here for uh, a one-year suspension. Two, two men on. Just, just one out. Um, I remember, do you remember, probably three or four years ago, Richard Sherman negotiated his his own deal when he went to the Niners. Do you recall this? Uh, he he got a lot of flack because he was his his own agent, and he basically said, like, so once somebody does something like this and negotiates their own deal, the entire media explodes with, oh, it was a team-favored deal, or it was a, you know, like Aaron Rodgers is not a team-favored deal. Like, no. The, the team is giving all of their money to one player, and, then, and no one is going to be able to catch the ball or stop 
somebody from stopping him from throwing the ball or stopping someone else from throwing the ball because all their money went to one player. So that's not a team-heavy deal. But when Richard Sherman negotiated his own deal with the Niners, he was widely criticized that it was a team-heavy deal. And I remember he had a comment that was, lots of agents give lots of guys bad deals and you guys don't talk about it. But I reached a deal where I'm not paying an agent and I think it's a great deal for me. And why should I be like embarrassed about it? I remember Richard Sherman being very outspoken about not having an agent. I would also say, Lamar, how much money? Are you, how much more money do you think an agent would get him than he can get himself? Another million? Another five? Different. The thing that an agent, okay, couple couple rumors to dispel. NFL agents do not get ten percent. In fact, they don't even get five percent. It depends on what they're negotiating. If you're talking about a re-upping, like somebody's going to stay with the Niners and they're just they're they're going to take one and a half percent. If they're talking about doing uh, a first year contract, or, or sorry, a first not first year contract, but a first a new contract with somebody, it's going to be it's bigger. It's like two and a half. But it's even in the '80s when it was outrageous, it wasn't even five percent. And I think it's actually capped at five that an agent legally can't charge more than five in the NFL. So the the parts where they're getting ten and fifteen and twenty is when they go out and they get you that deal with. Cadillac or they get you the deal with all those other things. So if I'm Lamar Jackson and I know that I am not Aaron Rodgers, I know that I'm not Pat Mahomes, I am a really solid quarterback who the Ravens love and I'm not going to go anywhere and I'm not really shopping around. It's like Tom Brady. How much more? Tom Brady could have gotten hundreds of millions of dollars out of the Patriots, right? Correct. So why isn't he criticized for not for his agent not taking enough out of the Patriots. It's because Tom Brady cared about something different, which was winning, winning effing championships. And I think he's done that. He won at least one that I recall <laughs> in the last two years. And recently. Right. And he gave up a lot of money to bring in other oh, star players and a money? cast. For the opposite reason that Aaron Rodgers took the money. He gave up that money because he knows that you cannot go get a guy to catch the ball he's throwing to them. You cannot get a guy to take the ball he's handing off to them for zero dollars. There's not a charity case of people that just want to play with Tom Brady, except for Gronkowski. He'll just come along because he's he's bored. And also, in uh, hot breaking news yeah. uh, today in the NFL, Rob Gronkowski announced retirement after 11 seasons. Nine with the Patriots, again. two with the Bucks. Again. And I think that this is a June 21st talk, and we'll see by maybe midseason when Tom Brady gives him a little ringling and he's bored. Also, it's, he was like the second best tight end. He's been in the pretty, whole season, right? Um, yeah, and he's been I mean, pr- he's been pretty don- dominant in general. He's, so. he's thirty three. Tom Brady's like seventy. <laughs> like, Gronk, I know Gronk's taking a lot more hits than Tom Brady's taking. My point of all of that was, if you're why is Tom Brady paying an agent? If Tom Brady is not is going to take out the minimum amount of money for him to still live comfortably. You know, his wife's a supermodel. Things are going okay for him. Yeah, she's but, actually the breadwinner in the soaked, family. He could have soaked the the Patriots. He could have soaked the Bucks. He didn't do it. So why is he paying an agent? If he's just going to take, you know, $30 million, why is he paying an agent? That, that just, is, just that's a good question. <laughs> I guess you don't. What you're saying is, Jared, is you don't need an agent. I'm saying that depending on the player... You don't need an agent. If you're a guy, if Lamar ends up being a Tom Brady and he is 
happy with what they have, he's happy with what he's getting, he thinks it's fair, then you don't need an agent. If he thinks that him giving leaving money on the table helps him win an AFC championship, then you don't need an agent. If you are uh, Aaron Rodgers and you want to just wring out every single dollar that the Packers have, you can't do that without an agent. You can't do it without an agent. Well, let's see how much you guys think uh, Lamar Jackson is worth. Jared, thank you so much for stopping by for the hour and helping me out. Thanks you're for having me. You're, you're the best. But uh, following uh, at the top of the hour, we'll, we'll talk uh, how much is Lamar Jackson really worth. You're here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Two men on. But not with the two boys today. It's your girl, Amory, filling in for the boys. They'll be back. But we're here two men on at the Sports Animal with the wonderful producer, Mike Vitell. Howdy. Happy summer day to you. Oh, happy summer day to you. It is the longest day of the year. Did you know that, Vitell? I did. When I was a kid, I swear to God, it was more than like 9 o'clock. The sun would go down. Now it seems like it's 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> I get older. I, I could be wrong. but uh, this I mean, this is a, technically a long day for me being on the wonderful, that is the opening drive and working in here. But it doesn't feel long here when I'm with you guys. I love being here. Thanks for letting me fill in. We had a very fun first hour. Even the boss was in here. Jared Hart, and he did a great job. I'm very proud of him. That was as much sports as he could give me, and I love it very much. Um, we were diving in to last segment, uh, NFL top-paid quarterbacks. Your boy, Aaron Rodgers, is the top-paid one, Vitell. And I know we're rivals in the NFC North, and I have no room to talk. But we're talking about quarterbacks getting paid and do they deserve to get paid do you truly believe that Aaron Rodgers deserves all that money Mike Vitale four years 200 million 150 million three million guaranteed well his resume stands out in terms of what he's done but he hasn't won in the postseason and that's been the knock so when I see him under contract for another year for 200 million that's a lot because you're right you need to build weapons around him so he can win games, and that's what Brady was smart enough to do—to not take as much, but also you know have help from the uh, from the franchise. Where Rodgers and I, and I, I would be that way. I'd be that player, like just give me the money. Just give me the money. He has shown what he can do. I mean, Rodgers has. It's just that they haven't done anything in the playoffs, and that's been the knock on him. But if it's offered, you take the money. And he does have a Super Bowl ring, one Super Bowl ring, many lost NFC championships. And I'm not digging at you, but he does have a impressive resume. And these guys, they get paid now. These quarterbacks get paid. And we're diving into mostly Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson still hasn't got the big paycheck yet. And Vitell, I'm going through down this list, and the top 10 paid quarterbacks are Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun, in this order, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, and Kirk Cousins. And I was looking at this list, and I was like, where does Lamar Jackson fall on this list? I mean, he is a great I think he's a great quarterback. He's coming off an 8-9 and nine season, 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, a little injury-prone. I'm not uh, unhappy with the turnover rate, but th- this guy's unreal. I think Lamar Jackson is a mobile quarterback, and I think they've built a 
good team around him, and they had eleven draft picks this year. If I tell eleven draft picks. Well, the key the key for him is longevity. If he's going to have more of a future, he is staying healthy. That's been the issue, and the other issue is he hasn't been able to be accurate throwing downfield, moving the ball through the air because they're over they're more ball. of a running team. Yeah, well, and, and that's because of him. So that's really hurt his career in a lot of ways too. But he's a quarterback that can change the game in a hurry. We've seen that happen. The guy is incredible talent. Incredible talent, and when you he's see, worth the money, you know whatever he, he's worth throw. the money, and we're looking at people like Deshaun Watson, who got five years, two hundred and thirty million, right? So on average, the most paid quarterback, uh, Aaron Rodgers, is getting paid like fifty million a year. Forty, yeah, forty-five, fifty million. Yeah, so the top ten quarterbacks ranges between forty-five million and fifty million a year. Man, could you imagine Vitell? That's fifty that's million the, a that's year. That's the market, though, right? That's, that's I mean, the market. I, I mean, you look at. Look at the the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. I mean, is he has he won? Is he he's, he's one in three in the playoffs, Mister Dak Prescott. And Cowboy fans, I got some love for you, kind of. But you know, he's one in three in the playoffs. And I do agree. I will say this: he's a lot like my boy Kirk Cousins. You know, I'm a Minnesota Viking fan. Uh, they're good quarterbacks, but can they get the job done? And are they worth that value? I think they're good quarterbacks i uh, i mean Derek carr is number fifth paid i think he's gonna have a great year coming ahead but lamar jackson what i would do is just show i would go to the baltimore ravens and i'd be like listen look at deshaun watson's <laughs> contract and let's just maybe give me a couple more million from there <laughs> yeah it's insane that deshaun watson thing is it's all about money in a nutshell, so it's 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 all about money. And if you didn't hear the latest news, Browns, Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has reached confidential settlements with twenty of the twenty-four women who have filed uh, civil lawsuits. And so, I just think this comes down to the NFL deciding how long they're going to suspend him. Most people think eight games. I think it's going to be a year, which is going to put the Browns in a very tricky place. As I said earlier, I really like Jacoby Bursett, but um, I don't think he's your answer. And what are they going to do with Baker? I mean, this is this is crazy. So we're talking NFL, and and if I tell, I really I really enjoy and thank you for being a team player when I give your Packers a hard time. Oh, that's uh, hey, that's what they do in in Minnesota, Wisconsin each each day of the year. They just hammer on each other and I mean, uh, I mean, I go up and visit my mom. She lives right on the Mississippi River. So you just take the bridge across going to Minnesota. I go see my aunt's family and they all just rip on me as a pack. <laughs> so it doesn't change whether I'm on vacation or going. It's 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 kind of unique. It's pretty cool. It's so funny even though I work in sports media and talk about sports for a living that's always everyone's like if I ever question someone else's quarterback it could be all the way from Jared Goff to Patrick Mahomes to whatever everyone's like they get so defensive like you first did earlier they're like well Kirk Cousins is your quarterback I'm like guys I know I've accepted it and yeah it's it's just it's just the way I mean it is. he had flashes of being productive this past year but just for him, he's just he's got to get productive when it counts, and that's the postseason. If they get there, and then that team is good, to, they're they're going to get to the playoffs. I think this next year because they got a good group. But Absolutely. man, when you look at the weapons that he has, and you're like, and and I hear this from my own family that's half Viking fans, and they say the same thing. Why can't he do anything? Why can't he move him to the next level? And then they look at Rodgers, 
and it's easy to pick at Rodgers, but Rodgers has gotten it done during the regular season. It just hasn't translated to success in the postseason. That's been the thing. I know, and we're getting so excited. I see on Twitter, it's like 12 Sundays till NFL football, and I can't believe, I mean, it's, it's it, we live for this, don't we? But Lamar Jackson, if you want to get in on the conversation, NFL quarterbacks, how much do you think he should get paid? I mean, like we said, Aaron Rodgers, was a little selfish in my opinion, uh, but he's getting four years, two hundred million, one hundred fifty-three million guaranteed, and Deshaun Watson five years, two hundred thirty million, and we don't even know if he's gonna get paid. But come in, talk to us. Let's get to it at two four six zero six ten. We're also gonna dive into this hour. I'm very excited. Um, some NHL. I know you like the NHL uh, uh, over there, Vitel. Talk about the Stanley. Cut playoff. I want to hear your predictions. You know I love gambling. We got to get into my wa- <laughs> my wagers for the rest of the week, and we got to touch in championship parades. Vital, have you ever been to a championship parade? You know what? I haven't. You I can't haven't. Believe everything I've done, I've not gone to it. But the, I don't like being around a lot of people, and that's what you get. Yeah, yeah that's what you get. And listen, there are in this the Golden State Warriors. I'm not saying like I live for these championship parades and obviously I have teams that don't win championships, but I always love watching the highlights and what comes with it. And if you guys haven't been online or seen on social media with the Golden State Warriors <laughs> parade it, it's epic and I mean what else do you expect from people call it pettiness but I think the Warriors wanted to prove that they were the you know that's this is where they belong this year with that NBH uh, championship trophy and just look up of course Draymond and Steph and Clay and they were being hilarious and I gotta say I would definitely go to a championship parade. I'd only go to one if my Minnesota Vikings won, but um, we'll <laughs> take this break and get back to your calls. Once again, if you want to jump in on any of this fun sports chat, and I, I'm bringing some sports adjacent content for the boys today. They're going to make them proud. You can call us at 246-0610, and we'll get back to your calls after the break at 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Zumi across the avalanche line. Hit stamp goes left point. A little shot on net. Save made Kemper. Kucherov on the rebound left corner. Kucherov in front. Stamp goes. Score! Stamp goes! What a pass from Kucherov! 4 2 Lightning! 4 2 Lightning! <sighs> avalanche. Thought they were just going to sweep it up, sweep, sweep away against the defending. Champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, this has been a fun series, Vitel. The Stanley Cup. I love hockey. I love it so much. I don't know if uh, you're into. Ho- I know you're into hockey, Vitel, especially being up from Wisconsin. This is your girl, Amory Castillo, filling in for your boys. Uh, two men on on the Sports Animal. It, uh, this is going to be fun. Thanks for that highlight, Vitel. I just, I really get in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'm not, a, I'm not much of a person who watches it throughout the regular season, but when it gets to playoffs, I just like love. There's nothing like the Stanley it. Cup playoffs. It's one of the best in in of all the sports. The the uh, playoffs. Oh, it's it's it, it's amazing, and this. Stanley Cup has been incredible. I know it's been Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. And it reminded me a lot of the NBA Finals, actually. You got a a, a team, a legacy like the Tampa Bay Lightning, 
who are, are just going great. For a who are like, yep, and it reminded me so much of the Golden State Warriors. And then you got a great team up and coming. The Celtics are a good team, thirsty, and the Avalanche are just a good team. This has been a great series and we have a series once again because Colorado Avalanche have been on fire they entered Monday's um, contest with a 2-0 series lead after crushing the Tampa Bay Lightning in game two 7-0 don't know if you caught the game but it was uh, I, I mean it's got to be fun to be an a-, a great time to be an Avalanche fan I and I don't know if I told you this by tell JJ Buck and I, at the beginning of the season, I told him, I was like, I'm getting on the avalanche bandwagon, so here I am. Don't know how to feel about this. Never get to this point. This is great. Uh, But Tampa made it a series. I think most of us saw this coming. It was a vengeance on the abs in game three, rolling to a 6-2 victory. Um, First home game game of this series. This is actually Colorado's first road defeat of these playoffs. Uh, The Avalanche were 7-0 away from Ball Arena before Monday. The six goals, Vitell, were also tied for the most the Avs allowed in any game this postseason as they gave up six in their 8-6 victory over the Edmonton Oilers in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. I still believe in the avalanche, though. I think I always think of the sports god when it comes to this stuff. I did think Tampa would get one in. That's just the team they are. But when it came to this specific game last uh, on Monday, uh, hope you guys enjoyed your three day weekend. Hope you enjoyed your weekend too. And happy Father's Day again to all you fathers out there. And a long three day weekend's always good. Dads deserved an extra day off. I hope you got some. Good rest, Vitell. I never get rest. I know. You you're, you work your butt off. But I think the thing is, is this is going to be tough for Colorado. Now, remember the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning going for a three-peat have one of the best goaltenders in the league in Valashevsky. And the thing is, is that he was on last night. When he's on, mm-hmm. he is almost in difficult to get to, you know, it's almost incre- almost impossible for him to let to let in a goal, but you saw it last night. He played good again. It was just per chance, and he just just melted down in that game three seven nothing mm-hmm. loss. But with their goaltender back Valaseski, I watch out for Tampa Bay. They're going to be tough to watch out. This is stop. This is going to be tough, even though the Avalanche play well on the road. Like I said before, I, what I like about the Avalanche though is they can their their power play continues to shine. Like even though they lost. They didn't much. They didn't get much offensively going, but their p- power play was sharp as ever. So, I, I think you're right, though. I think a healthy Tampa Bay. I just think this oh, man. Could you imagine this? Uh, do are we gonna get a full series out of this Vital? A full series. I, yeah, I, there's this nothing is very like a exciting. game seven when it comes to the Stanley Cup playoffs or the Stanley Cup finals. It. Everyone likes a, a game a game seven, and I know I was comparing this a lot to the NBA Finals. It's just like, will a veteran championship team, I mean, the Avalanche haven't been here in a while, just close it up maybe in a six-game series like we saw in the NBA Finals? Who knows? But I am here for it. A lot of Avalanche fans here in uh, in Albuquerque. I actually was really excited. Uh, my husband and I go out and watch – sports on a regular basis and we went to go watch out the NBA finals last week and everywhere we went people were watching hockey over NBA and I was very surprised by that so um I I was just 
over the moon. And of course, I got to support my new team, the Avalanche, and and uh, my boy JJ Buck in the morning. So looking forward to that. And we'll we'll get to some gambling wagers here in a little bit. But I think we're going to go to our phones right now. If you want to get in on NFL talk, NHL, whatever you may be, if you pour your milk before cereal, we were talking about that earlier, you can get pour us on the text. Pour your milk before cereal, what? Did you hear that earlier? No. Oh, Vitel. But get in at 246-0610. Vitel, literally, uh, Colin Maricoa, one of the PGA golfers who denied rumors of him going to the Live Golf Tour, tweeted out that, Part of his tweet denying the live tour, he uh, stated that he pours milk before he pours the cereal. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know why that had to do with yeah. I mean, yeah, the live tour, but try to peel back and find out what what that had to do with the live tour. Live tour. Oh well, Justin yeah. Thomas was also hilarious because he said uh, he said he was more concerned with him um, um, joining. I mean, I'm pouring his mug for a cereal. If you, got, if you made a lot of money at that at that live tour, you don't. It doesn't matter how you pour your milk. It does not matter. Well, I think any of these athletes, even if you're on the PGA, I mean, just these all these people complaining about money. Or, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I've actually never heard of anyone ever pouring milk before they pour their cereal. No, never. I and if you're out there, I want to hear from you. I want to hear if you pour your cereal. I yeah, I just thought that was that was very funny. A very amusing tweet this morning. So we got into the hockey and and going back to championship parades. Vitel, I know you don't like being around a lot of people, but I'm telling you, this championship parade by the Golden State Warriors was hilarious. You got it. You got to catch the highlights. It was wild. It, it was, was crazy. a party. I saw it. <laughs> it was just, I mean, drinking, f bombs, throwing up trophies, smoke. I mean, everything you could dream of and the people call the warriors petty but i think they were just people people were chirping and they chirped back and you know what they did they won that's that's the ultimate chirp back is when you win no so, doubt no doubt you get to celebrate whenever you want when you win it and they did <sighs> they they did and I, I was hoping for a game seven i was really sad when i went to game six one because i love gambling and two uh i just everyone loves a game seven and i didn't have a dog in the fight i just wanted seven games and that game six was very disappointing to me i don't know if you watched it by tell but that game six was very disappointing to me well, it wasn't for me because I'm I was going for the Warriors. I mean, how many of the casual fans out there were going for the Warriors, right? Just because of the kind of the fun team, the the storylines. You got Steph Curry, who doesn't like him, you know? And I think I think they just had a lot of people jump on their bandwagon in the kind of run they had to the postseason in the postseason. And uh, I mean, you, they're unstoppable. So that that game six just told you a lot about how, what kind of player Steph Curry is. Not only does he, three, he shoot three-pointers with ease, even though it looks difficult, there's a lot of degree of difficulty, but he played defense, he dished out a lot of assists, and um, to me he's one of the best players of all time. Uh, one of the best, but for me it's one of the best shooters of all time, but I, I'm just really happy for him. Like I said, I didn't have a dog in the fight. I wanted a better game six. I was more disappointed in uh, Jason Tatum's uh, performance. I was like, I was like yeah, a mom. I agree. I was like a mom who's like, 
you know when they're like mad at their kid they give you the lecture they're like i'm not mad at you i'm disappointed like that's how i like i felt about the celtics in game six but speaking of nba we have to get into the nba draft i am so excited coming to you thursday nba draft very exciting and i mean i know the nba season just ended but i love predicting what's going to happen for the next season. And we will get into that next. We want to hear from you too. I want to hear what your predictions are for the number one overall pick. After this break, we're going to get into mine and it's going to be great. And, and then, and I have some fun sports adjacent content for you. I promise out there, Um, but (laughs) you're listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's your girl, Amory, filling in for the boys, two men on on the sports animal. And I'm obviously here with the wonderful Mike Vitale. We're getting into the NBA draft. It is this Thursday. Very exciting. If you want to jump in and talk NBA draft with us and these, there's a lot of questions in the NBA, some possible trades, some more drama with, I don't know, maybe Kyrie Irving. Let's get into it. Uh, it's at two four six zero six ten. Text or call us. Hit us up. Having a good time. I love the NBA draft. Big NBA guy. Uh, I know we're right after the NBA finals, and I'm already ready to predict who's gonna win the next NBA finals. Mike Vitale. But we have a very exciting draft coming up on Thursday, and the question is, who? is going to be the number one overall pick for your Orlando Magic. Do you? I don't think I know an Orlando Magic fan. Uh, I knew, and then the second overall pick is uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, which I knew some fans who, but they were more like Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook fans at the time with their little heater earlier in the decade. Uh, Vitale, they, they do you know? They got Oklahoma. OKC's got a lot of draft picks. Oh, man, they got a lot of draft picks, including the number two. So we're going to get into it. But do you know an Orlando Magic fan? And earlier this morning, we play a segment called Name Three Players. And I I, I barely think J.J. Buck, who's the man of knows all, couldn't even name three Orlando magicians. Penny Hardaway is the <laughs> one that I would think... <laughs> Penny just, Hardaway, any relevance? Didn't he play with him? Yeah, and, I think. Yeah, he and well, remember that's when Shaq was like breaking backboards. Yeah, an athletic Shaq. An athletic Shaq was breaking backboards. Oh, those were the days, man. And 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 the game is changing a lot. Like we were discussing at break, we, you can't wait a couple of years to see how these players turn out. And and. and Positions are changing, right? Like the, your your point guards are are huge now. Like the average point guards, what six eight, with some weight on them. And so, getting into the NBA draft and number one pick predictions, uh, there's about you. You look at CBS, you look at ESPN, and all of them have. Jabari, Jabari Smith from Auburn, Shet Holgram from Gonzaga, and Dukes Paolo Banchero going in that order expected to the number one Orlando Magic, the number two Oklahoma City Thunder, and the number three the Houston Rockets. And so what will that mean for the Sacramento Kings? I mean, these are teams people really, really care about, Mike Vitale. So we'll have to get into it. I think there's just some questions. And uh, with Chet Holgram, we, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of players like him. He's just, he's, 
He needs to put some bulk on him, okay? We need to take him up to the Midwest Vital. We need to give him some cheese curds, some protein. We need him to, like, maybe some beers. Like, I don't know. We need to, we need to put some weight on this man. He's a guy from Gonzaga, right? Yeah, he's a guy from Gonzaga. He, he's, he's got slow feet, so he's that's slow. Be, yeah, he's he's a great player though, but he's like he's very not small. Obviously, he's huge. Smart player. Smart player. And um, earlier we wouldn't compare him to Kevin Durant, but his build. You know what I mean? Like these guys, he, he's he's he needs to gain some weight. He needs to gain some weight. But Some, the game has changed where everybody is like the Warriors fast. now and shooting the game, fast-paced offense, and you shoot. You see the big guys shooting. Right. You see, you know, the guy in Dallas who's who's in uh, hitting those threes. Like Luka. Crazy. Yeah, it's unreal what a guy that size can do. Yes. So the game has changed, and that's where you're going to – if you're, you are going to draft a big guy, he's got to be able, be able to shoot the three. Right, which I could seem to be. He's a lengthy center, but though. But Holmgren's not that type of player. No, though. he's not. He's uh, but he's like a, um, but I think he is going top three. Just maybe looking at where he would fit in into uh, the Orlando Magic, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I see with most mock drafts, he's going to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, other, I don't know if there's any other players to you all out there sticking out, but um. It, it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting. So we're gonna we're gonna go through these drafts, but also m- more importantly, I mean, there is just so many unanswered questions, and the drama continues uh, with some of the NBA. Like, what will the Lakers ch- trade Westbrook? Like, I I mean, this has been just a bust. Like, what are they gonna do with Russell Westbrook? I mean, it is just a disaster in LA. Now the newest rumors is that the Nets are done with Kyrie Irving, Vitale, which I find very interesting. So with his player option, I don't. this is going to get very tricky. So the, two, the three teams he could be traded to or picked up by are the Lakers, Clippers, or Knicks. I think he'd want to stay in New York. I think he would. Uh, and I don't know how the Lakers could pull this off. Uh, I don't know. And what would they trade for Westbrook? Kevin Durant doesn't want to deal with that mess again. I mean, this is just. I don't think the Nets want to go through that ab- situation. Absolutely again. not. Like, it, it, it's a mess. And I don't know what they're going to do with Russell Westbrook, though. I don't. I don't know if the Lakers could keep him. I. I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um. I think they're trying to sell the idea that it's merely a role issue for Westbrook. Uh, but he could maybe still thrive off offense. I think they're just trying to get rid of him, which I think that is false information. Well, there are going to be a number of teams going to be aggressive in trading and making trades here on uh, Thursday night. So you're going to see a lot of movement from a lot of teams. I think the Suns are going to make trades. Ooh. I think the, uh, the Hornets, the Sixers. You're going to see a lot of movement teams making changes here, and I think the La- the Lakers are going to go – and they're going to remake that roster. But I think Kyrie with LeBron, when they did play together, they're pretty good. So I could see that happening again. Yeah, and I guess one of the biggest 
unanswered question too is will the trailblazers trade the, their number seven pick they lost out on their second lottery pick when the pelicans scraped them into the playoffs oh, yeah yeah i don't know if anybody remembers that or cares but you know their own tank job only landed in the number seven pick and they are on a tight ticking clock with damian lillard's loyalty so we guys i mean i think damian is a great player too i don't know what they're gonna do with with him, there are a lot of unanswered questions besides where these top three players are going. I mean, wh- look at Harden and the the Seventy Sixers. I mean, was that was that a good was that a good plan? I mean, Ben Simmons in the net. I mean, it's just all it's a big mess. It's a big mess. This well, I think off-season. Harden gets bored with the team, and he says, and he's like, I'm I'm leaving, and I'm I want to be traded. So he takes off or goes somewhere or takes a, you know, takes time off. But he looks old when you look at him this season. I mean, he was he used to be getting 40 points and 20 assists or whatever. Now, in the last couple months of the season, he was only averaging like 18, 20 points. He, he is not he wasn't in the best of shape anyhow, but he just looks old now. He's a step slower. But some teams will be out there and will we'll pay for his services. Oh, and well, what I think he should do because I could see it working. I know with Embiid is. And I think the 76ers are a good team is I think if Harden really wanted to do his part to like help the Sixers maybe contend is uh, he'll opt out and sign for less. But I don't know if he'll do that. Uh, But but we'll see. We'll see what's going on here. But there's a lot of unanswered questions. And will the number one pick be Jamari Smith or Shet Holmgren? I have to look up the gambling gut. Vitale, you know I love gambling. I love these little prop bets of who's going to go first. And I got to see the odds. And we're going to play the game before the end of the hour. (laughs) I do. It's so much fun. I don't know if you do prop bets. No, I don't do do any betting. But prop bets, that'll be interesting. Yes. Uh, I think think these are... Okay, so we got Jabari Smith. uh, Power forward, Auburn. 6'10", 220 pounds. Okay. Um... He, it's hard for me to say he'll fit into the Mag Magic's organization because I'm not gonna lie, guys. Don't watch a lot of Magic basketball. I don't know if you do, but I don't watch a lot of it. But I think the Magic, from what I'm reading, to believe that Smith will eventually develop into their number one scoring option, which would be great for them. Let's make Orlando Magic relevant again. But if if there's anyone else that stands out to you, I want to hear from you. Again, text call two four six zero six ten. I also really enjoy uh, Jaden Ivy from Purdue and other people that stick out to me. Uh, is there anyone else that Keegan Murray? How about the uh, Jabari Smith guy from Auburn? I think he's yeah, one no, of the he's best he's players. probably going to be the number one. That's, probably are that's why taken I was, by Orlando, right? Yeah, Orlando, yeah. Uh, Jabari Smith, or Orlando, and then they say Shet Holgram are going to the Thunder, but. That, I mean, that's the, like, all these projections on CBS, uh, ESPN, fan-sided. And then uh, Paolo Benchero from, ben, sorry, guys, my my smooth talking, uh, from Duke, 6'10", 250 pounds. It's a big boy. Um, but there's other players, like I told you, like Keegan Murray, A.J. Griffin. The, the first 20 are 
not bad. So this is going to be interesting. And Vitel, I think you nailed it. I think there's going to be a lot of trades. I can't wait to see what happens after the break. We're going to jump into, I'm going to look up the odds during the break. Cause you know, your girl's got to do a little gambling while she fills in for the boys. Well, here's one for you. Bonchero going to Oklahoma city thunder. Ooh. I think that would be a good, a really Ooh. good. Ooh. Okay. That's, is that a bet or is that just something you're reading? I, no, that's just something that I, I, I'm looking at. If, if I was Oklahoma City Thunder, they got a lot of picks. Banchero is one of their, if I'm saying it correctly, but he's one of their b- b- best players in the country. Dude, and he He'd is be a solid. Good fit. 250 yeah. pounds, 6'10. But we want to hear. Like what... a Blake Griffin type of player. Totally. Totally. Only faster. Faster. And you need to be fast with this. Uh, the game evolving with the NBA, but we're going to get some more NBA talk. We got to talk about isotopes. Isotopes are playing late into some local sports along with some more NBA after the break on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. It's your girl, a Marie filling in for the boys. Two men on, on the sports animal joined by the wonderful producer. That is Mike Vitell hanging out with you today on the longest day of the year. Summer. That is, is man it feels like a monday (laughs) feels like a monday even though it's tuesday and we have been having a great so what's your prop bet for how late the sun stays out oh the prop see vitel you understand me and my my gambling uh i'm gonna go with 806 p.m mountain time i'm gonna say that mountain time okay i'm gonna write it down and when i see you um, I will not see this week because, man, the isotopes on that that note, we'll get back to our bets. The isotopes are officially the hottest team in minor league baseball. They have won their seventh straight game Sunday night, holding the longest streak in the minors and sweeping a six-game series for the first time in franchise history. think that deserves a round of applause. And I, actually, we're doing the full three hours today on a Tuesday while the boys are gone. Uh, isotopes are set off. Uh, t- first pitch, 8.05 p.m. Mountain Time. They're in Viva Las Vegas. And I think we got to keep this win streak up. This is amazing. Vitell, I've been gone from Albuquerque for, like, forever. I just came back in the last year. And I I love I've always loved the topes, but it's been I, I'm now I'm like really attached working all these topes games with Josh Shushan during the week that like I'm I'm not I'm not I'm in it to win it and maybe I've brought the mojo back I'm gonna give myself credit no I'm gonna give this team credit it's 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 been great uh so go topes keep the streak alive and what it and what a weird weekend with all the weather and stuff so just double headers and. Seven. Yeah, a games. lot of rain. Lo- Crazy how they Man. had to re- reshuffle the the games and add two here, two there, one here. Well, the most the most disappointing thing, but I'm just at least happy that the Isotopes aren't a seven game winning streak. Is we were supposed to have we as in the boys, JJ Buck, me, KOT, KOB. Oh, that's right. We were was supposed that... to have our media softball game. Was but that suspended? It was suspended. Uh, it was supposed to be uh, 5 o'clock on uh, Saturday before oh, the isotope games. And it was just <laughs> the stars were not in our favor. Months. The stars were not aligned. <laughs> we don't even have a rescheduled game. Did you have cleats? You didn't even you, have cleats You know like what's that. so funny, Vitell? <laughs> I'm a very competitive human being, and I once was a 
very good athlete. I have not played competitive softball, and I know that game would have got rowdy on Friday. I mean, Saturday. Uh, I do not have cleats, but I don't think we were allowed to wear cleats because I don't think the isotopes trusted uh, us non-players with cleats on the field. They do such a great job with that beautiful uh, stadium. Well, that the I, soccer I, I team I, that I, plays there. Can you imagine how well oh that my field, the field looks great every it, oh, time? Oh, it's beautiful. You wouldn't know that there's a soccer team that plays there, too, along with a minor league team, right? Right. So I, I try to, you know, I try to stay healthy, stay in shape, and I am not the athlete I used to be, but I was like <laughs> gearing up for this game on Saturday. Like JJ and I were talking it up, like even in a group chat, we were all talking about going to batting cage, <laughs> like, but I also golf a lot. So I thought it would affect my swing, uh, my golf swing, which is a little rough this week. But Josh Shushan actually told me a fun fact, voice of the isotopes, that golfers, I mean, uh, baseball players sometimes golf the opposite of their batting so it doesn't affect their swing or anything. Did you know that? No, but it makes sense that baseball players would like the game of golf of swinging something. Oh, man. if I, I know we talked a lot of golf earlier and this live golf thing. I'm a big golf guy, so of course I want to talk about it, but I, I'm just loving the entertainment, the drama, and I just love golfing. I, could, I wish I could golf every day. I did golf. I went, I went, I went and hit nine today. We're not going to talk about uh, how well I did, but I do love it. But Okay, so prop bets, longest day of the year going back to that. I'm 8.06 p.m., and what was yours, Vitel? I'll write it down. I'll say around 8.20. No, it's got to it used to be like 9 o'clock, I swear, when I was a kid when it would with sundown would hit. I'll say around 8.26. Okay, 8.26. I'm going 8.06. This is going to be exciting. We'll play for like a soda or something. I'm already on a losing streak between uh, I didn't <laughs> – I didn't bet the NBA finals. I didn't like touching NBA no. this postseason. It, this postseason was, um, they always say NBA is a, a lot of blowouts. Game of runs. I mean, it was the game. It was the postseason of the runs. And the, there was a the lot marathons. of blowouts. There wasn't a whole lot of close games. Right. right. So like these spreads, I'm like, okay. Even though some of them were like minus three, like I just didn't trust it. I would have stuck with the money line, but I just didn't trust it. But these fun bets, JJ and I had a, Three three on three golfers at the U.S. Open. JJ Buck of the opening drive, and he won. Dang it! So I home we'd bet nachos. So what do you want to bet on the timing? You want to bet like a soda or something? Yeah, or a pizza. Ooh, a pizza. Okay, <laughs> first of all, best pizza. I don't get paid to say this in Albuquerque. I know y'all are like, no, it's Dion's. Listen, I'm back over a year now. My well, husband. You is, used to live in the the heaven of oh New my York god pizza. Oh my gosh! Ah, and I get back the here. Real and, stuff. You know, but growing up, I grew up in Albuquerque, and I love you know the staples, Golden Pride, Dion's, like whatever. And I have gone back, and my husband's not from here, and he's a foodie, and just like he's introduced me to so many places, and I'm, it's so fun expanding outside of my comfort of the Northeast Heights. But Holmes Pizza downtown and Rumor Pizza on 12th and Mountain. Oh, my God. I don't get wait, paid wait. to say that. Holmes, where's that? It's uh right over here. I'm pointing outside our beautiful window downtown. It's on, like, Silver and 3rd. Is it? Oh, my gosh. And Wing It Up just opened. I shouldn't. I know. I'm not sponsored by this. I just love supporting local, and you should support local, too. Holmes Pizza. No offense, Dion's, but... In New York style? Oh, my God. Holmes Pizza and Rumor Pizza have stole my heart, Dion's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it. But, uh, yeah, okay. That's what we'll bet. We'll bet some pizza from there, okay? Okay. So you got 826. I need to try it. 
No, no. Uh, yeah, we'll bring we'll bring each other a slice. Whoever wins the prop bet of the longest day of the year <laughs> will it be Mike Vitel with a twenty-six find out by Google, or a Marie? <laughs> I didn't cheat though. Okay. No, I did. I didn't either. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I just went off the top of my head. But also, it's Albuquerque. So, you know, something wonky can happen. This only city right. where it rains and then it's like sunny, like 30 minutes later. Whatever. It's it's fine. Okay, but Mike Vitel for pizza. Got you at 826. Got me at 806. Looking forward to I'm betting food and drink these days. I'm very proud of myself. Um, <laughs> and then we'll have to get into more prop bets for the NBA draft. And the... Um, and, and, oh, my gosh, and the Stanley Cups is a series. Tampa Bay made it a series. So we're going to do the, those, uh, those gambling wagers after uh, at top of the hour six. This has been so much fun. And we want you to get in and talk then with Deshaun us. Deshaun Watson strikes a uh, settlement with, what, 24? Uh, of... 20 out of the 24. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. four that there's just... Four just... So I think it's going to come down. It's not about the money, huh? Oh, I'm sure it's not about the money. That it's never about money, Vitel. No, of course not. Of course not. It's never about money. No, but whatever you want to dive into, whether it's uh, getting paid from the Saudi government, the Live Golf Tour, paying Deshaun Watson, are they going to pay Lamar Jackson? Who's going get off? Paid. Who's who's getting picked it's the market. first round? It's the market rate. It's not how bad he looks or. You know, the the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, how he can't get him into the postseason and win. It's about the market rate that they're gonna they're they're willing to pay these guys, and they're gonna get they're gonna get real good paydays. I mean, they're gonna get, yeah, like we said earlier, it ranges between forty five million and fifty million for an NFL quarterback these days, and that's the average. Lamar Jackson would love to get in this debate more with people. Top ten quarterback. I mean, guys, uh, Jared Goff. Uh, is making, let's see, Derek Carr. I mean, all these guys are making around $40, $45 million. So, yeah, let's get into it the next hour. If you want to get into it, two four six zero zero six ten. We're going to – we got to talk baseball too. Talk more baseball, Stanley Cup, NBA. There's so much going on. Uh, and we'll see you at the top of the hour on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. 6 p.m. It's your girl, A. Marie, filling in for the boys. Two men on on the sports animal. I hope you are on your way home or already home. It feels like a Monday, but it's Tuesday after a rainy three-day weekend here in Albuquerque. What a crazy couple days of weather. That was much needed, but great for local sports in uh, Albuquerque. I'm joined by producer that is the wonder mike vitel and we've been having a lot of fun today vitel i love hanging out with you i like when the boys ask me to fill in oh yeah it's great hanging out with you because we don't get to do it that much no. you know what i gotta be honest with you i don't care for rain who does but uh i i welcomed it with open arms this weekend yeah Welcome arms, and so did the isotopes. We were just talking in the last segment that isotopes on a heater. This maybe it was the rain. I don't know what it was, but they're on a seventh, seven-game winning streak, and they will play following two men on. Well, it's later though, eight oh five p.m. Las Vegas, Las Vegas, and they're another hot team. Las Vegas with the call by your boy Josh Shushan. So make sure you tune into that. Uh, Josh is the best, and. Go Topes. Let's keep the winning streak alive. Uh, I didn't 
I don't know much about the Las Vegas team, but your girl loves Las Vegas, so. Who doesn't? Uh, By the way, uh, Las Vegas. I think some people don't real like well too. So they're one of the hotter teams in the league. Yeah, but we're the hottest. Okay, this is this is the first time we swept a six game series in franchise history for the Albuquerque Isotopes. So there you go. Uh, United's been playing well. I mean, we're just on a heater over here. Uh, Vitel, you said that who doesn't love Vegas? I think a lot of people have a love or hate relationship or they love when they go and then well, they hate it when everybody. they leave. It's not for everybody. Right? Would you agree? I would agree. Um, as everyone knows, I'm the basic better and I like to gamble. I like to party. It's a good time. Vegas is good for like two days, maybe three. And that's about maybe it. Maybe three. Yeah. Maybe. A, week, a weekend. Maybe, but you know, the Topes have to be there six days, so God bless them. Uh, hopefully the rain keeps up. Maybe they're getting rain too. It's, it's been nice at being cooler though. I'm digging the coolness. Not a big humid guy, but digging the cool weather. Yeah, I was talking to my mom up in Wisconsin. It was 92, she said, the high, and the uh, humidity was 88%. Oh my Now gosh. look at it from this perspective. 100% is water. So just the heat and the heat, the heaviness of the the muggy air. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it's good for all around. It's good. For, Albuquerque, we we I I this isn't a hot Not take. Good for we, your we, hair. we we oh, it's awful. If you don't know me, if you have never met me, <laughs> I got a lot of hair. It's these are the days I don't you know whatever. And it, it but I'm telling you, I've been golfing all weekend and I golf today actually and I really enjoying this cooler weather being out. Playing the nine. Playing, I'm not going to tell you how I played, but we played the nine. All right, let's get into it, Vitel. Oh, we've had a lot of fun these last two hours. Let's finish the last hour strong. I know there was your weather report, but let's get into it. We've been talking a lot about NFL, live golf, NBA draft. NBA draft coming Thursday. I'm super excited about it. And I actually just read, by the way, Vitel, don't know if you heard this, there is a team actually interested in Russell Westbrook. This isn't breaking news from your girl, Marie. This is uh, via the ringer. Can you guess what team is interested in Russell Westbrook? And Vitel, I will give you a slice of pizza if you can, if you can guess off the top of your head. Uh, Indiana Pacers. Oh, no, 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 no. More, I get one more. Three choices. <laughs> Three choices. One more. Pizza. One uh, more. Houston. No, 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 no. <laughs> but don't worry. You still have a chance to win your prop bet that we made last hour that if, uh, just let everyone know, because I know you all care. Down. When does the sun go the down? Longest it's the, day long, of the year. longest day of the year. Vitel uh, coming in hot at 626. Uh, I mean, 826. I'm coming at 806. So, Vitel, I'll be texting you a minute after the isotopes. <laughs> Pitch their first pitch in Viva Las Vegas tonight. But Russell Westbrook, very interesting. The Hornets have real interest in Lakers guard Russell Westbrook. Yes, via the ringer, says the Russell Westbrook interest that Mark Stein reported months back is real. Though Westbrook makes little sense as a player next to Lomelo Ball, he does have an expiring contract, and the Hornets could be dropping the bag for restricted free agent Miles Bridges. Plus, Lamelo, Lamelo Ball's extension is around the corner. It's a good time to move some other long-term salaries, including Gordon Hayward and Terry Reuser. Uh For an expiring deal in Russ, they could also explore moving up from 13 and 15 into the 
top 10, no matter what, the Hornets should prioritize finding a big scoring wing who can complement Lamelo. Bridges is good with him or not. The Hornets need someone. So I think this is very interesting that they have that much faith in Russell Westbrook still. I mean, he was MVP, what, in 2017? But, I mean, that was years ago. But this is what's interesting. This could be a really good deal for the Lakers, Vitell, because I think that Gordon Hayward could obviously address their needs, the Los Angeles Lakers, for a better three-point shooter while uh, just giving them a legit, legit score. Uh, so to fill Westbrook's spot, I mean, I would take Gordon Hayward over Russell Westbrook. I mean, I never disliked Westbrook. I just... just got a different style to his game that's not different. what's really happening out there. It's the... <sighs> hitting the three-point shots and moving the ball. You watched what the Warriors did. Did you see that game six and how they moved the ball so efficient? I'm going to tell you why. ball movement, but Westbrook's not a ball movement guy. He's like a pick-and-roll guy that attacks the rim, and that's, you know. I'm going to tell you why the Golden State Warriors are so successful versus a Russell Westbrook. Say that three times. That's a fun game. Russell Westbrook does not accept his role as a player on whatever team he is on. He wants to be the guy. He And the Golden State Warriors accept their roles and do them well. They are a solid team. And actually, I don't think enough credit's given out to Steve Kerr this week. I mean, he knows how to rotate his players. But... Team basketball. That was was huge in the NBA Finals this year. That's what sticks out to me. The Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors. I'm loving this team basketball. For a while, it's like, who has the biggest star? It's like, no, who has like the top three? Or who has a team and these role players that can step up? So I actually could see this actually happening. And like we said in the last hour, the NBA trades could be crazy during the NBA draft. So super exciting. But I just love how Kyrie Irving and Russell Westbrook, these guys, these guys stirring up the pot, causing drama. Uh, But I don't think. I actually didn't know that the Hornets were interested in him, and I think this could work. I think this could be a, this could really work. And on the other end, besides Russell Russell Westbrook, uh, Kyrie Irving is in the talks, and he might not stay with the Nets. So besides the excitement of the NBA draft coming up this Thursday with the Orlando Magic having the number one overall draft pick which we will get into. You got Kyrie Irving and Russell Westbrook, even James Harden, a lot of unknown questions like what's going to happen. So I think I think the most exciting part of this NBA draft are going to be the trades, Vitel. I think this is going to be awesome. And I got to tell you, I looked up the uh, gambling odds for the first overall pick, and I got to share them with you guys. Of course, the top three prospects for the NBA draft are Jim, Jabari Smith, Shet Holmgren, and Paulo Banchero. And let's do the betting here. They say Jabari Smith from DraftKings Sportsbook, who I like to bet with often, has Jabari Smith at minus 165, Shet Holmgren at plus 125, 
and Paulo Banchero at plus 2,000. I think for fun, I would take that plus 2,000 bet, Vitel. I think that's a fun, basic better bet. Put like 20 bucks on it. I mean, could you imagine the winning if he was the first overall draft pick? I would buy you all the pizzas. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I just I look at Holmgren. He's just such a slender guy for a seven footer. Yeah, it looks like more likely that the first all over pick for the Orlando Magic are going to be the power forward from Auburn, Jabari Smith Jr. Yeah, and then the Oklahoma City Thunder are taking Holmgren from Gonzaga. Power. Uh, he's a he's a he's a lengthy center. If and like you said before, he's slow, but he's lengthy and he's a unique player. So I. I think if he gets the right coaching and maybe get some pounds on him, you know, get that boy eating this summer. You know that freshman 15? What about that rookie 15? We, they, need to, they need to get some pounds on that guy. But there's other interesting players in the— Jalen Duran of Memphis. He's oh. a big guy, and he's just real physical type of center. He would work real well, especially I could see him going to somewhere like Portland, which they need a big guy in the, in the four and five spot. That's been the problem with— you know, C.J. McCallum or, you know. Well, Port- Portland Trailblazers, that's another thing. Time is ticking with uh, Damian Lillard, so they got to figure yeah. out, maybe get him a really good player, like you said, like Jalen Duran. But I also like players like Keegan Murray, and I really – I followed uh, – I followed Purdue closely this year. Maybe it's because I'm married to an Indiana boy now, so I got to watch a lot of Big Ten. You'd be proud, Vitell. I know you're a big, big, big Ten guy. And people think because I'm a Minnesota Viking fan, I'm a big Big Ten girl. But I enjoy the Big Ten. But now I'm enjoying it more. I like Jaden Ivey. I like a lot of these first top 20 picks. I do think we will see some trades. It's going to be very exciting. But, you know, your girl had to make a let's – make, let's make a basic bet right now. I think for funsies, because it's plus 2,000 for Paulo Manchero to be the first overall draft pick. And maybe not unrealistic. Maybe do that. That will be a lot of fun. But – We'll get more into basic betting with the NBA draft. We still got we still got baseball to talk about. There's just so much going on on June 21st, the longest day of the year. And we got to talk about what we're getting into for summer. I want to hear from you guys. What's your favorite sport to watch? Is it is it slow down? Sports don't slow down, but they kind of slow down. So I want to hear what you, you got. Baseball. You got. I mean, it's baseball, baby. Two four six zero six ten. If you want to get on the text. Or tennis, call us, golf. tennis, golf. Uh, um, and first of all, we got to talk about the enchantment, too. To, I don't know if you heard about this little basketball, not little basketball tournament coming up, but worth a million dollars and more after the break on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. It's one girl filling in for two boys, two men on. The Sports Animal. It's your girl, Amory, hanging out with the wonderful producer, Mike Vitell. Getting you home, or you're already home on this long Tuesday. Oh, this has been so much fun. I actually forgot to say, Vitell, very exciting week. If you don't know me, Amory, from the opening drive in the morning with Jeff Symbieta and J.J. Buck. Love filling with the boys, helping with the isotopes. Vitell, very exciting week in Albuquerque. If you don't know, I'm a stand-up comedian. And there is an official comedy club opening this week. Oh, really? This all comedy? This Thursday, Dry Heat Comedy Club is officially opening in Albuquerque. A little segue, little 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 break 
from the sports action. I for, I for, I meant to bring this up at the beginning of the show. I'm just getting so excited because there's a little soft opening that none of you are invited to. But right after we get off air, Vital, I have to jump over there and go perform. But very exciting. Right down here on 6th and Central, Dry Heat Comedy oh, Club. Wow. Albuquerque has an official comedy club. We haven't had one since last. Yes, there's been the casinos. There's a up-and-coming independent scene here, a lot of great local talent, but there hasn't been an established club since laughs. There's been people that tried. Of course, there's brewery shows and, like I said, the casino, but it is going to be so wonderful for the community and comedy community in Albuquerque for an actual club to be here. I will be headlining it this Friday. There is eight tickets left on sale. I just actually just got the email during the break. Um, You can get it. Hold my ticket. If any of you are listening out there, just support local comedy. Just support local in general, whether it's the Comedy Club, your Isotopes, United, the Enchantment coming up in July. I don't know if you saw this. Alumni basketball players, your Aggies and Lobos are playing in a tournament. If you haven't heard it, it's awesome. If you guys also know here, Brandon Mason is the GM of the Aggies and Lobos team. I don't know if you knew that, Vitel. I just found that out this morning. Yes, he is. It's By so- the way, i got to ask you a question. Is yeah. this a destination place or could be? Or a lot of you up-and-coming comics here in Albuquerque with this new place. Yes, I'm I'm very excited because Albuquerque is a very charming mid-sized city. We're a very unique town. It's not that we're like a big city, so we don't have like a huge scene or a huge market for comedy. But it could be a great town to discover up-and-coming talent. It's a perfect-sized club. And I, I'm just, we're doing it right here. We're not trying to overachieve and have like huge theaters like Caroline's on Broadway. And I was in New York City for the last 13 years doing stand-up comedy. And it is so cool seeing um, Sarah Kennedy. Uh, she's also a fellow comedian, but she's a very smart girl. She op- She's opening the club with her wife. And they're just doing the perfect club for Albuquerque. And what I've noticed is people love Al- people love comedy in Albuquerque. Like, there's a lot of ambush shows, like built-in audiences. You know what I mean? Like, not necessarily people that choose to go to comedy shows, but they're like, oh, I'm at this brewery. I'm going to go to the show that's here. You know what I mean? So it's a great-sized club, and there's going to be this week from Thursday to Sunday, they're having the top headliners in Albuquerque, including myself, have their own headlining shows, part of a headlining series. I'm not saying go to mine, but there are eight tickets left. If you want to come support your girl Friday, 630. But if go Thursday through Sunday, I don't care what show you go to. I just want you to go support. So everyone needs to laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. Six and central tickets are $10. That's cheap. That's very cheap compared to when living in big cities. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, like usually at a comedy club, like a, like covers twenty five dollars, and you get like a Bud Light for fifteen dollars, and you have to have two of them. Like, so come out and support local comedy, Dry Heat Comedy Club. Just had to throw in that promotion and come see your girl on Friday. It's really cool that we're also having local um, talent open up for us. So. Um, thank you for letting me use this platform to promote my show. But I meant to tell you that earlier. If you need a good laugh, Six and Central, Dry Heat Comedy Club, check it out. Yeah, because uh, gas may be six, seven dollars in the fall. <laughs> yeah, we need it's to almost laugh, cheaper. not cry. God, <laughs> it's so expensive, bites hell. But it, it doesn't matter uh, if you are a NFL quarterback, a golfer, or any athlete. Pretty much of this same. I know. I mean, come on. These NFL contracts we've been talking about all show and these live golf guaranteed contracts. I mean, 
could they pay for our gas? Like, can that be a thing? Could it be a. <laughs> I don't think gas is an issue for those for them. I don't. I don't. I don't think it is an issue for the kind of money them. that's being thrown around. Yeah. So, uh, we're getting that time of year, though. I tell it's. It, I it, sports do slow down at some point. I mean, obviously, don't come at me. Sports do slow down to an extent where there are off seasons. We have the NBA draft, but we have golf and then baseball and uh, tennis. And what 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 do you look forward to in the month of July before well, the king of football yeah, returns? Obviously, I wait for football. But in the meantime, I mean, well, this November you have the World Cup. I'm a big soccer fan, so that's kind of cool. But that's in the middle of the fall, and gosh. Got to compete with the NFL. That's going to be something. NFL, and then uh, right baseball, after that, college football. For yeah. me, it's baseball. You got hockey and wrapping up here. NBA already wrapped up. Um, bass fishing? No, I'm not that kind of. I'm not, I like fishing. I just <laughs> I've never hunting. You know what? Cornhole? <laughs> do you like cornhole? Yes, I do. I, now Dude, I, you're a Midwest I, boy. I like horseshoes better, but Ooh, horseshoes. Well, you know it's that time of year when you're like, all right, I'm catching up on baseball. I'm not taking away from baseball, but like, I get really more into baseball and stuff in July, and yeah, then more you know, in like in August when it starts, yeah, really heating and up then, the postseason. Oh yeah, within well, postseason, I'm I'm all in, and that's how I'm with hockey as well. But I love I'm I'm I love cornhole. I've been like my family's like really into cornhole too at family events, and they have it on ESPN now for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, they do. It's crazy. So I mean. I want to make it as a professional cornhole player and not to take away from them, but cornhole is freaking awesome. But I, I want, do they have, do they have pro leagues for cornhole? Or, yes. Or they have, you mean, Oh my gosh. I tell you have to watch this. It's insane. It's hilarious. It looks like Midwest dads like all and came together and a, like started a, a league. softball tournament, right? Yes. <laughs> just like, you know what I mean? Like they're drinking beers. Right, they're like sponsored right. by Bush baked beans or I don't know. It's just like hilarious. You have to look up um, professional. People are getting paid to play cornhole. People no. are getting paid to wow. play cornhole. Well, I'm actually going to look up at this next break, how much they can make. I'm pretty sure it's off like tournaments you win and whatnot, but we want to hear what's your favorite sport to watch during the summer at two four six zero six ten, or if you want to jump into all the topics we've dived into today uh, while your boys are gone nfl it's basically we've talked a lot of money whether it's an nfl quarterback lamar jackson getting paid or if you agree with these um brooks kepka the newest golfer to go to live golf for a guaranteed like nine digit salary so we'll talk about that and more after the break at 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal a marie filling in for your boys two men on on the sports animal we're at the home stretch baby of this wonderful three-hour program again the isotopes are Starting late tonight, 8.05, first pitch p.m. Josh Shushan on the call. Hopefully they can keep up this amazing first time. Six win, seven streak win. Just incredible. This is, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, tune in, 8.05, here on the Sports Animal. Uh, we've had so much fun, Vitel. I went to the text line. You can text us at 246-0610 or call us. We have a, about a half hour left with your girl, Amory, and wonderful producer that is Mike Vitell. A lot of people are starting to get into the NBA draft, which is coming to you this Thursday. 
very excited. Um, I just love how these textures are being very short and to the point. We have one texture that says, Benchero will be number one. Well, good, because um, your basic better over here wants to bet 20 on plus 2,000 so I can buy Mike Vitel a extra large pizza with as many toppings as he wants because that is what we are betting today. That's right. <laughs> We're not even betting on sports, and we're both big sports yeah. fans. We're betting we're being on amateur weathermen here. We're being amateur weathermen because that's what people want to hear um, while your boys are gone. Uh, but Vitel and I did a fun little bet. I also have a bet that I need to pay JJ Buck from the opening drive. Ah. The show I'm on in the morning, you I owe him nachos. Bet. Yeah, we did a three versus three for the U.S. Open this past weekend. It was very ah. close. It was it was close. We only had two dogs in the fight each by the by the final eighteen holes. But you know, I lost. Um, I'll probably get some Sadie's nachos. He loves Sadie's nachos. We oh, have, I love Sadie's. We have a big nacho segment whenever it's just JJ Buck and I. Uh, we're doing a nachos tour this summer. If you want to get in on it, I tell golfing oh, and I nachos. Would love that. We're oh. destined to find the best nachos in. Albuquerque because we always feel like people talk about hamburgers and burritos. We're just trying to dive into the nachos. Um, But now I owe him Sadie's nachos. Thanks to Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. But Vitel and I have a bet going about the longest day of the year that the sun will go down. What time will it be? Vitel is 8.26 p.m. I am 8.06 p.m. Winner gets pizza. I did not peek. I did not look. So I oh, will the top of my head, be I made probably that. buying... Mike, you're not. Oh, you wear your heart and sleeve, Mike Vitel. I know you're not lying. I know you didn't go the Google machine. <laughs> yeah, I go the Google machine all the time. Most sports people it, do. It's cloudy know? right now, so that can kind of fool you, right? Ooh, oh my gosh, what if it goes down right in the middle of both our bets, like eight sixteen? Ah, that will be great. That would be funny. That's funny, but speaking of betting, I said uh, it's a fun bet for taking Benchero from Duke as the first overall pick for the NBA, even though they're saying Jabari Smith or Shet Holgram uh, is going first and second. But if you bet Benchero, it's kind of like a fun getting crazy pick because he's at plus 2,000. So put $20 in that, see what happens. Uh, and he's nearly like 240, 250. Dude, but he he's can 250, move, solid. But he can move. He and can move gosh, more than Holgram. And Holgram athletic. is, from this texture, he hit it right right on the head. Holgram is a seven-foot stick figure. That's what I'm saying. Is this guy going to be durable enough for the NBA? I'm not I'm not comparing him to Kevin Durant like we were talking about this morning, but like I'm talking about like body frame, right? Just so lean and thin and, you know, transitioning to this game. Like, guys are just solid and so fast. Um, he is a lengthy center, but I don't think that cuts it anymore. It's not about the center. It's about those people who are shooting outside, right? Right, Vinesteel? Look at our champs. of the world and, then, you know, can shoot the ball out. I mean... Steph Curry is the only man who's 6'2 and can do what he does, huh? Yeah, but they, they, that's fine. These two texters, though, have Holmgren as a 7-foot stick figure, and this other guy said Ben Chero will be number one. So he's with me. I don't think he'll be number one. I just think it's fun to lose money when I gamble. So uh, I'm going with that. But, yes, the NBA draft is coming your way this Thursday. 
I obviously am so excited because I can't stop talking about it. I think I'm more excited about the drama and the rumors between Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook. What will we do with of, James Harden? It's going to be a lot of draft and trades. A lot of draft and trades. Some t- A lot of teams are in need of some things because I, as much as uh, the majority from listeners, callers, texters, just me talking to people, NBA, people who watch the NBA, they weren't really impressed with this postseason. It was like you said earlier, Vitell, it's a lot of blowouts. This is a game of runs, but I actually really enjoyed it because I feel like there's this is the most balanced the NBA has been in a very long time. Because in the last like 20 years, like, all right, this team's definitely winning. Like this year was up in the air. And not to take from the Warriors, but there were a lot of great teams with some missing pieces. I mean, your own Milwaukee Bucks, if they had Chris Middleton, I mean, this would have been a whole different. Uh, playoff yeah. run here. My Jimmy Butler had maybe one more guy. Um, the list can go on. I don't know what's going to happen with the Suns, but if you look at the top like eight teams from each conference, like you got a lot of good teams who who have a chance. I mean, Memphis, Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies yeah. that are that are young and Denver, great Denver, the Mavericks. I mean, these teams can compete with these. These, the teams that won, the Warriors and the Boston Celtics are a great team, and I'm still disappointed. Can't get over Saturday, can't get or whatever day that was, Game Six. I can't get over it. I'm a disappointed parent in the Boston Celtics. Um, I wanted a better game, to be honest with you. Yeah, very sloppy, but the like I said though, it's gonna be very interesting to see what these teams do in this NBA draft. Thursday. It's not necessarily. I'm more excited about seeing ooh who will go first. Jamari, Jamari, Jamari Smith. Sorry, it's for me. Vitale, like you said, I'm excited about the trades. Who's going to trade up? Who's going to trade down? And what the heck are they going to do with the continued chitter chatter gossip of Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden? I mean, these three dudes, these three dudes, and their potential, or are they done? I mean. James Harden should be taking less money. Russell Westbrook supposedly might go to the Hornets now. That's new news to me. Just saw that released by Yahoo News a couple hours ago. And uh, I just, uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, I feel I don't feel bad for Kevin Durant, but I don't think Kyrie Irving is going to stay with the Knicks, but I know he wants to stay in New York. Other rumors have said that he might go to the Los Angeles Lakers or the LA Clippers, but he might want to stay in New York and go to the New York Knicks. So it is going to be a fascinating draft this Thursday. And you know, on June 21st, I love talking about what's already going to happen next season for the NBA. I mean, this is what us sports fans do, right? The other day, Vitell, we were predicting NFL, like, <laughs> I'm serious, how many, like, wins the Cowboys were going to have. That's how ridiculous of sports fans we are. time of year to do it. And I think, oh, that come a- on. I think that AFC West is going to be really crazy with the kind of quarterbacks uh, you got there with Russell Wilson there now. I think the AFC West, in ge- West and in general is going to be dominant. Um, and I think the- Buffalo will make a run this year to the Super Bowl. I really believe that. I know it's early um, you for can me go to down the weird. list. No, no, no. It's not. It's not being weird. You just you you look down the AFC conference and you're like, oh my gosh, I could see this happening. I could see this happening. And there's a lot of sleeper teams as well. And I don't think there's a lot of good teams in the NFC like the AFC. I mm-hmm. think you got your top four: the the Rams, the Bucks, Buccaneers, the Packers. 
I I would include maybe maybe the Vikings. I mean, who else out there? Oh, well, you that was really vital. I know that took a lot in like took a lot for you to say that like right now. You know last what I mean? year they should have been in the playoffs. <laughs> mini mini. Mini, mini, mini. Okay, but let's go down the AFC right here, for example. Like, this is what we do June 21st, right? We got... Okay, if you look at, like, the top seeds, like, these, this is in rankings of their records. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, okay, we're 12 and 5, first of all, if anyone forgot. Jesus. Um, Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, Las Vegas Raiders, New England Patriots, Pittsburgh Steelers, Indianapolis Colts, Miami Dolphins. I thought the Bengals would make that run. Do you think they have it in them again for another year? Um, yeah, those guys had a Burrow. lot of draft picks and Burrow. Yeah, I think I think they're a, a solid team. I, I was very surprised with the Kansas City Chiefs, but that's what I'm saying. Though this list goes down, and you're like, well, it's not totally. Besides the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, and the New York Jets, a lot of these teams are going to be really good. That's three teams vital out of the, what the 16 i mean that's incredible so i mean the denver broncos baltimore ravens cleveland browns chargers dolphins colts steelers patriots raiders Bengals, bills chiefs titans i mean those are going to be all good teams even though we just still don't know what's going to happen with the cleveland browns their quarterback position um the new england patriots very interesting scenario going there with I guess they're not giving any of their coaches a title, by the way. Did you hear about that? Yeah. I guess Mac Jones is looking good. Uh, <laughs> He's looking good for what they have in New England, right? Yeah. Because I think Bill does not want to have a star quarterback so much as a quarterback that can just do what he wants him to do. Yeah, he he does really well at handing off the ball. Uh, not to take away from Mac Jones. It's Short gonna be, passes. It's going to be very interesting with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mitch Trubisky time. We will see. Uh it's going to be – I'm with you, though. I would love to see the Buffalo Bills actually do it. The Las Vegas Raiders are very interesting to me, talking about the AFC West. And uh, like you said – the Los- Chargers? Are they capable yeah, of making a run? They're capable if their coach learns how to take a timeout, but we'll see about that. <laughs> and going down the NFC, I think you're right. Not to take away – there are good teams, but I just think the the AFC is dominating right now. I just think – they are. I mean, the 49ers are still there, and if 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 they get rid of Garoppolo, I think they'll go a step down just because of Trey Lance will you know, he'll start working and you know. Okay, so out of the teams in the NFC, I mean, I think the Eagles are going to be a sleeper team. The 49ers, That's you're, a we're good right, one. and the New Orleans Saints, I, they're 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 being sneaky this off it. season. Yep. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, like you said, let's not be forget these playoff runs they've been making and even recently in a Super Bowl. Jimmy G, who knows what's going to happen with him. Arizona Cardinals, let's see with Kyler Murray. I mean, the Rams, Cowboys, Bucks, Packers, they'll be good. They'll find a way to mess it up in the playoffs. I don't like, I know people love Mr. Tom Brady, but don't think he's going to get it done versus the talent that's over in the AFC. Other than, yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. Going to be very interesting. But with that said, we got to take our last break. But this has been so much fun. The We're going to end it strong. Get, I think the Cowboys get to the playoffs. Well, the DraftKings sure. have them at 10 and a half wins. And I oh, think I think this is a make, not a make or break year for Dak, but this is going to be a huge year for Dak to prove that's why they pay him, and that's why they want him as his franchise quarterback. We'll have that and more to finish you off strong. 
on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. Hey, Marie here, filling in for your boys, two men on The Sports Animal, joined by my wonder, the wonderful producer, that is Mike Vitell. Um, this this three hours went fast. We got it and it's strong for your boys. Um, love filling in. This was a fun day. And thank you to Jared Hart for stopping by the first hour. So much fun. We've dove into a lot today, Vitale. There's a lot going on on the longest day of the year. That is June 21st, first day of summer. Summer's not my favorite season. Uh, hot take. Uh, I love fall. And yeah, I, and we all know too. it's all my favorite sports. I like the weather, football. have the good hair days, love the fall clothes. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate summer. It's, it's a little chillier, not as overwhelmingly I, hot I or mean, warm. I mean, I'm a Nordic woman. Like, I'm an actual Viking, pretty much, you know. So, like, I, I like the cooler months. But I'm excited for summer here. A lot of exciting stuff going on. I mean... Th- Sports really don't slow down. I mean, there's still a lot going on. Just might not be your flavor, right? Tennis or golf or baseball still is going on. But it does slow on. We got the Stanley Cup, who the Tampa Bay Linings has made it a series. And I think it's going to go to Game 7, Vitella. I think this is a very exciting series we got going on um, you got a team that wants to three p with a lot of veteran players and the and the great goaltender for Toronto, uh, tampa bay and then you got a team that's just they're like the golden state warriors of yeah. of offensive hockey and the the avalanche so yeah no it's uh in the in their they're hungry splash they're the thirsty titans. they're the splash the Titans. so looking forward to more games and i I love seeing all the Avalanche fans around here. And if you don't know, my boy J.J. Buck come on the opening drive within the morning. Probably one of the biggest in town. He's the biggest Avalanche <laughs> fan. And I'm telling you, be- before the regular season when we started talking about hockey, my friends at the NHL Network used to tell me, they'd be like, Amory, you have to become an Avalanche fan. I'm t- I swear to God, I'm going to have them on the show to prove I'm not just jumping on the bandwagon. They're like, you would love the fan base. They're a fun team. And so maybe for once I should just hop on the bandwagon, except I was telling JJ, don't want to jinx it because I'm a lifelong jinx and all my teams are cursed. So maybe I shouldn't do it. But I would enjoy a parade, parade. And if you didn't check out the hockey bowl- parades, are great too because they drink out of the cup. Oh my Stanley gosh! Cup. They oh nothing like it, right? I want to I want to drink out of the Stanley Cup. I want to brewski a cold one. How out can of the you Stanley not cup. like a, a sports a sports league that drinks out of its championship cup? Okay, I got a trophy. Tell, I got to tell you, I can watch any sporting event. I can gamble on any sporting event. You put it in front of me, I'll attend the event. I live for sports, bleed, breathe it. I, when I moved to New York City 14 years ago, whatever, a million years ago, I was like, I'm going to go to every team and I'm going to go to every game. I went to my first live hockey game, Rangers-Red Wings. It was the most incredible sporting event. And you all know I live for football. But I, that was the best live sporting event I've ever been to. It's at the iconic garden. Madison oh, my Square gosh. Garden. That's great. Oh, and those Ranger fans, they're wild. And it's cool. They're kind of like a weird, crazy family. And just, yeah, you're just drinking and having a good time. And it's, 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 the energy is unmatched. And I mean, I've been, I've, I've been lucky where I've witnessed a lot of great live sporting events. But I got to tell you, that's top, 
top of my list. That's one of my bucket lists, going to the garden and watching hockey or basketball, oh. just because it's Madison Square. Do you have a bucket list of places you you would want to, you know? My my bucket list is I actually want Kentucky to— Kentucky Derby? Oh, I would love—I definitely want to go have a mendula up and dress up and do, like, the cool hat. I love getting dressed up. Um— most people wouldn't know that because you see me at 7 a.m. on the opening drive where I just roll out of bed. But I love getting dressed up, men jewel up in hand, and you're gambling on horses. I mean, come on. Nothing better than that. I do want to go to every baseball stadium in the United States. I've been to 13 yeah. of them. That would be fun if you had, if money wasn't an issue. You could go every week to a different ballpark. And what my girlfriends used and I used to do before everyone got like married and had kids and stuff like, uh, uh, well, my husband doesn't care, but like we would plan weekends where it'd be like NBA, NFL and NHL all in one weekend. It was like in within 48 hours. That used to be our girls trip, by the way. We did it one time, but it was awesome. Who's your girlfriend? I'd love that. I know it's, it was it's men like, love women that love sports. Oh, yeah. You you they do. Right. They they. I'm I'm the anti-wife. I I just yes, want to. I just I, I'm the I'm the anti-wife. My husband. I had to think about that for I, a second, I, which you are. I'm the anti-wife. I just want to watch sports, have some beers, and gamble and golf. <laughs> I'm a part-time bro. Uh, but my girlfriends, I said, I, I re- highly recommend it. You can plan your trips, and we each got to see like one of our teams. It was awesome in Chicago. Vikings lost, but let's not talk about that. But. Vital, I've had such a good time today from talking about Live Golf. And um, thank you for all that you texted in. You guys were shy today on the call line at 246-0610. Maybe next time. Well, it's summer, the first day, right? The first day. Maybe people are out or they're like, what the heck's Amory doing on here? Because they love to chat with me in the morning. Um, you know what I like more than anything this time of the year? Let's, let's switch what? quickly to food. I Ooh, love food. grilling every night. Last night I made a couple of oh. steaks for the girlfriend and I, and I just what love it. What kind of steaks? Oh, T-bone. Please tell sirloin. me you eat a medium rare. That's the only way to eat a steak, Vitel. Well, I had medium. I okay. can't do the can't, can't do the mm, red stuff. Nah. Medium rare is the only way to go. Yeah, my husband. Everybody, does, everybody says that. I don't. Eesh. My husband loves a good ribeye. Uh, Got to cook it. I'm very lucky. I I married a really good chef as well, but. We bit, we bit, we grilled brats the other. Well, made brats. We don't have we don't have a grill right now. But like we made brats, and now oh, I love brats. I love me a good brat, or a good dog. Oh, yeah, Johnsonville oh, brats. Man. Oh man, make me hungry, Vitel. I love yeah. I love any kind of barbecue grilling kind of food. Right. Who doesn't? People who probably don't eat meat. I don't, I don't know. What's your favorite side? Uh, not potato salad. I can no, tell no. you that. You're not, you're not big. No, you're not big potato and, and salad that's guy. Huge, that's huge from where we're from. Oh, in the Midwest. Upper Midwest! Come on, Midwest. Cannot stand not that. just potato salad. Any kind of salad, and that egg salad, chicken salad, Ew. potato salad. <laughs> well, you know, like, <laughs> why are you saying you? What about like a corn on the cob? Now there you go, sweet corn. Sweet corn. Just your basic old chips, like. I, What's another one? I don't know. I just chips now, and dip. Remember the green jello you? <laughs> oh, why is it Vital? Why is it green jello? I don't know, but I used to get force fed that from my grandmother. Here you go. Baked beans. Do you like beans? 
No, not baked. I like pinto beans way more. Oh, that's more of a bur- well, baked beans is more uh, deviled eggs yeah. and Ugh, I, yeah. Oh my gosh, you don't like any of that jazz. I'm, I'm boring when it comes to that. I, I well because I ate a lot of Italian food because I grew up in an Italian restaurant family. So yeah. you'd always my grandmother that didn't know a lick of English, she would tell me in Italian to eat, sit down and eat every night. So I got spoiled with food. Yeah, no, and if I tell always spoils us trying to feed all of us here. I really you can tell appreciate it, right? you. I do that all the time. I bring you sweets and you're I know. gonna punch I'm me like, out. I'm like, stop one day. it. <laughs> I'm not a big sweets person, but if you want to bring me a steak or a burger, that would be awesome. How about potato chips? Yeah, uh, I love you know I love you know I love I'm a big ch- chip guy. And I still can't get over from the first segment today when we're trying to discuss live golf that Colin Merrigan, <laughs> we're going to end this strong. <laughs> I promise you. It's so weird. It, it, rumor was that he was going to go to the live golf uh, tour, but he denied it and he's staying with PGA. And he ended his tweet with, I'm going to go back to pouring. Uh, he pours his milk, then his cereal. What? I think that's the strangest thing I heard that all is. day. I've never heard that. <laughs> to each his own but it's just kind of weird well now i have to like try it like we're all stuck in our ways people don't like change but if i haven't had cereal in a minute but when I, the next time i do have it i'm gonna i'm gonna try it on that note pour milk before a cereal or pour cereal when you do milk thanks for tuning in to your girl a marie who filled in with your boys for two men on guys we have isotopes a little later than usual so be a little cbs radio before you get to your first pitch with josh Suson. but get to isotopes on duck at 7 45 p.m thank you to jared hart who joined us thank you vitel for having me and for the candy check out dry heat comedy club and check out the opening drive tomorrow at 7 a.m with jeff Simbieta, jj buck and your girl a marie this has been your girl on 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal